This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Colt Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. West Coast and 8 p.m. East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, the XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with Colt Eastwood's Xbox Newscast. Hey, how are you doing? This is Cole Eastwood. Welcome to the XNC, the Xbox Newscast podcast. This is a weekly podcast that talks about the hottest and the craziest gaming news of the week. And I've got some very special guests, some people that I've known ever since I came into this community about four or five years ago. And I'm very happy to announce Erica's for the win. How are you doing, Erica? Hello. Hi. Doing good. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I've never actually been on like an actual Xbox-centric podcast, as far as I know. Oh, yeah. Like, this is going like to be a crazy. Definitive. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna, we have a really great chat. You're going to get to know some, some really excited people and some, uh, some crazy wild-eyed people that uh, I would call good friends. I've also got, yeah. well, one of them is King David, a true real life friend of mine king david of iron lords podcast how you doing king i'm doing fantastic like i was telling you uh before we went on air i was just looking at our picture uh and i was like why didn't we take more pictures <laughs> you know i think that's a guy thing uh because you know guys yeah. like oh i don't want to impose you know type of thing and um I, I i was just like man you know what the next time i hang out with colt um we're going to take more pictures because you know sometimes you like to look back on all the memories and stuff like that and um it's just you know good memories that we do have so yeah i was super shy i didn't you know I, I i didn't know what to do i didn't i was kind of scared to talk to everybody i was the new new guy there yeah. in la erica have you been to e3 i have once to uh 2015 one time 20 yeah, okay. it's been a minute. It's been a minute, but yeah. Did you like shake hands and hug everybody you could find, or were you uh, the, the shy girl? Uh, kind of venue? in between. I, I when I knew you know certain people, yeah, I was I wasn't too shy. I, that's the great part about those events is just meeting people and hanging out and networking. Yeah. It's so fun. He so fun. he he's going to say he was super shy. Okay, so he was the new kid on the block, but he was super shy. But he was the probably the most known. All right, because you know the voice and his avatar, and what was shocking the hell out of me is like, I'm like, your avatar looks just like you. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's just, it's absolutely insane. It, it just blew my mind, and and you know, like from that moment forward, we was just like, uh, let's stick around, let's go see stuff together. So it was, you know, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool. It is amazing. I I hope it comes back. You, Erica, do you think we're gonna get E3 next year? <sighs> I. I hope so. I mean, if the world gets better, yeah, I, want, I would like to go again, you know, and just have that, that traditional experience. But I mean, the, the digital thing's not too bad either. So as long as it keeps going, that's our Super Bowl, right? So I, I like it. Yeah. I like yeah. E3. Yeah. Yeah. I think E3 is going to continue. I just want it to, I want us to be able to meet back up. But I, um, I wanted to, to to devolve back into what it originally was uh, just for journalists. Uh, you know, and media only. Uh, and I think it would do that because Lord Attic brought up uh, a great point that uh, if it's for business and for work, then you can impose those uh, type of uh, rules as far as masks and as far as vaccinations go. 
but you know to to try to do that widespread to the public i i think that's when you start to cross lines and things like that so if you say it's you know for media and for journalists and stuff like that uh i think it becomes a little bit more intimate those people that are there understand and anybody works place right now uh some workers or and some employers are asking for vaccination so it's not out of the norm that way but it's a little bit out of the norm to ask the public to do so so if it can yeah. get to that point and then i I think it can build from there like a steady build uh to get the public back in but i think we need to reset get back to the base get the journalists in and and i i really don't like the digital stuff too much i know it's a necessary evil at this point but talking to a developer seeing his game seeing the passion there's nothing like that and to have that bounce back off of each other i think that is very important especially in our largest medium we are the largest medium right uh, above movies uh -huh. and stuff like that so i think that is necessary to have that interaction okay well uh i mean i w i want everyone to be able to go back but yeah baby steps is pretty yes. good yeah. recommendations um but E3 is away is away. We just finished the last one a couple months ago. And, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, today on Xbox Newscast, we're, one of the big topics we're going to talk about to get the audience rolling, we've got a, uh, 300 people here getting started with XNC tonight. One of the things we're going to talk about is this big, massive Halo Infinite information, them choosing to go ahead and push forward with the game. There will be a, a debate of sorts today, I think, as we kind of talk about it. It's sort of uh, settled out over the weekend, but we want to get into that today. We also want to talk about Gamescom, but we're going to start off with a couple of things to get us eased in before we start uh, button heads. It is going to be a really good show. <laughs> Erica, I want to ask you uh, to kind of get the audience warmed up. Uh, okay. For those who don't know, know you, uh, what's your background in the gaming community and what are you doing uh, to you know be out there and share with what you're doing? Okay, what am I doing? Okay, so I've been on YouTube for a minute, I would say like 10 years, started kind of baby steps, but now I'm, I'm just fully in making videos. I cover a lot of games that I'm passionate about. I'm kind of known as the Souls Queen. I do a lot of Dark Souls, Souls-like games coverage, uh, Metroidvanias and stuff like that. Challenging games is kind of like my thing. Boss fights, how to beat the bosses, you know, things like that. That's kind of my I guess, expertise, for lack of a better word. Uh, so that's my thing. I love doing that stuff. Um, I'm also a big Gears fan, and I think I'm going to bring in that Gears experience into this Halo conversation because I feel like that's oh, where yeah. I come from. And so I do see a lot of relatable things in terms of a fan basis. Um, so, yeah, I just I love doing this stuff. I've been doing it for a minute. And like I said, I went to E3 once. Haven't been back since. And so those are kind of my goals to kind of get back into those events again, meet people like like you guys and just do this thing. I love gaming. So, I, you know, talking about it is just so natural to me. And that's I just want to awesome. do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's me in okay, a nutshell. Well, what, what have you been playing lately? Like there's been a lot of games that have come out lately. And a lot of people have been bouncing around a lot of new games, finishing them as quickly as possible. What's been your mm -hmm. big game you've been playing lately? Uh, okay, well, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima DLC. Uh, that was my game of the year last year. Love Ghost, so I'm back in there playing that. Uh, it's, game's beautiful, as, as always. Uh, other than that, I've started 12 Minutes, 
which is <laughs> very interesting. Um, yes. I, I streamed it. I'm kind of holding it off to till I stream again, but I did complete one uh, ending. And that game is a trip. <laughs> Let me tell you, that very, very interesting game. Uh, other than that, though, I beat Grime, which is like a Metroidvania game. I just beat that, did a review on it. And here and there, kind of dabbling with certain games like Halo and uh, stuff like that. So I'm just kind of all over the place trying to keep up because there's so many games right now. And and there's another one, Song of Iron, that is coming out in like mm -hmm. seven days, eight days, something like that. So I'm just kind of like trying to keep pace with everything and beat games in time. But I also don't like to rush. So I'm sort of in the middle of things. Yeah. But it's it's a good time to be a gamer right now. This year has been really, really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really we were good. talking before the show that that you haven't played a lot of Halo. So now you're kind of getting to know Halo multiplayer. You play a lot of Gears. So that's like mm. a, a total shift. So yes. uh, have you been having fun doing that? Yeah, I mean, uh, granted, I'm playing with some friends and they kind of, you know, carry me and, and, and make it fun. Um, so I've been I've been enjoying the shift, even though it's frustrating. It's still fun at the same time, I guess. Yeah, because right. I've been a little upset with gears. <laughs> I, they call me the gears refugee. I'm like moving to other things and I'm like, <laughs> let's play some Halo. You guys, let's play something else because I'm just trying to like. Uh, get away and that's just for other reasons it's a whole other topic but yeah it, it's been interesting <laughs> it's been okay. interesting yeah all right well a lot of people here know king david king david of the iron lords podcast you guys have been making big moves what's been your big claim to fame lately on the channel with with the rest of the fellas oh well besides kos uh king of the statues uh if you saw <laughs> you saw you can see my Dolph mall in the back um I debuted him on my other uh, podcast that I do is uh, uh, DCX Open Mic, uh, but we uh, rebranded. We're called the Legion of Doom now. Uh, so uh, that's fr Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and it's a statue show that we talk about uh, entertainment. We talk about statues. Uh, sometimes I give a little bit of comic knowledge and stuff like that because I'm a super geek nerd. Uh, for people that is like, really? Yeah, I am. I have a ton of comic books. I read them. I'm heavily into these statues and the lore that is behind them and, and video games and stuff like that. So, you know, Iron Lords podcast, they call me the prophet of Xbox. Um, I, I don't like to pigeonhole myself in the prophet of Xbox. I just like to predict the industry as a whole and where we're going uh, so that's where a lot of my stuff lies my stuff lies in looking at the industry analyzing where we're going what's the projections where we should be in the next couple of years and um a lot of times at least uh 95 of the times i'm right asa from uh <laughs> gas is 96 percent of the time right <laughs> so he has me by one percent but yeah, basically that's about it. You know, on you know Iron Lords podcast, uh, we are um, uh, a multi-branded uh, uh, podcast where we talk about PlayStation, Xbox, uh, Nintendo, you know, PC stuff, and whatever's going on in the industry. So we're not really a, a central uh, like gaming console. Whereas I primarily, you see the X here and the chain. Uh, I'm an Xbox dude only because uh, 
to me, they're the spiritual successor to Sega in, in some weird form for myself. So uh, a lot of Sega titles gravitated towards uh, the Xbox platform before they migrated to the PlayStation platform. And a lot of those titles uh, endeared themselves to me uh, in, in that space. And I, you know, um, I just kind of wanted revenge against Sony because I felt like Sony kind of pushed my Sega out. So actually, I gravitated. You're holding grudges over there, King. Of course, yeah. sir. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, I was an NES guy, you know, when I was just a, a scrawny little uh, young lad. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, and you were on the Sega, so. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I was, I was, I was totally Nintendo too. Um, it was really no wars back then. I mean, we had uh, Sega does and Nintendo, right? We had that stuff, but at the same time, I had both of them in my house, and I always felt like. You know, Nintendo did the light, fun stuff, and and Sega did, you know, the teen stuff, the little bit of hardcore, right? So we had this nice little balance. And and then along came Sony, and Sony did both genres really well. They actually merged the two. And I, mm-hmm. and I and I love them for doing that, but at that same time, Sega had a lot of internal struggles. I didn't know at that time. I'm young. Come on, man. <laughs> and they really did it to themselves. You know, it was really wasn't Sony. Well, I mean, the the financials shouldn't bug you. Shouldn't really be a big deal when you're a kid. No, it's strange that the the financial yeah. woes of a of a company will be affected to. Uh, they will affect us as we talk on social media. Yeah, right. But, uh, <laughs> no. back, back then, yeah, we didn't we didn't care back then, or we didn't know. Didn't know I had no idea that Sega stuff. I had no idea. I was playing Dreamcast, like nothing was happening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, "What? Every more games?" Like, yeah. It really is. Yeah, it really is the good old days. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get into that too. Well, we got Rob Jones has a five pound super chat. Thanks, Rob. He's got this one uh, directed straight to King. He says, "Colt, great panel. Hey, Darth King, Darth Maul had me tripping. Then behind you, he's playing twelve minutes." It's a good game. Looking forward to a packed holiday for games. And there is a packed holiday. Uh, We talk about the exclusives, right, Erica? We talk about who's, you know, PlayStation has this, Xbox has that, Nintendo's got these. But what we forget are the multi-plats, like the big AAA blockbusters. Are there, what blockbuster uh, non-exclusives, Erica, are you looking forward to uh, from now until we get into Christmas? Have you got anything (sighs) clocked? Uh, just just a little game called Battlefield 2042. Yes. Oh, yeah, that, I, yeah. yeah, I love Battlefield. That's my my first person shooter of choice. So I'm 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 looking forward to that. I can't wait for that one. Uh, right. Other than that, I have to think about it. I know I'm looking forward to some exclusives. You know, like Forza. That's one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't play Call of Duty, so I'm not getting that. Uh, I don't know. Right. I, I have to I have to think about it because there's some indies kind of in there. Oh. Kenna, I guess technically that's a that's an oh, exclusive. Yeah. Yes. I mean, a multi-plat, sorry, PC and PlayStation. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna be playing that. Um, that's coming up very soon. So yeah, beyond, be, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, beyond that, I'm it's kind of hazy. I'm just like, okay, whatever's coming, I'm, I'll be there. But I just can't. There's too many. There's, yeah, yeah right? I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, I really can't. Maybe. What about you, King? What's your what's your big blockbuster multi-plat that you're looking forward to this year well besides um battlefield uh, i just saw the rainbow six uh deep dive they did into the next season and this is the extraction it 
really piques my interest you know 120 frames per second uh get in with your team instead of you know the breach and clear and you know uh fighting against another team you're actually going against the the, the game uh, it looks really intriguing to me then i was look at uh i was looking at hoods uh and then their season is is about to start so um i really want to get into that right now i'm playing cursed so i'm waiting for a little bit more of their season to flesh out for the rest of the year year um I'm, i i do want to say call of duty uh just because i'm one of those dudes i won't play the multiplayer but i will play the single player campaign just to see where the story goes and i, mm -hmm. I think battlefield and um <clears throat> call of duty does that very well they tell a very rich deep story and i'm 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 just probably in a minority when it comes to it that I won't never touch the 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 multiplayer battlefield. Yes, battlefield. You know, Iron Lords will get together and we'll do that stuff, and you know, we have all this big team battles and all that other stuff. But the story, I just like to put the headphones on and the, the lights down low and play this interactive movie that's going to take me on a journey. And that's what I'm looking for. So I'm looking for those interactive moments that I can have quiet peace to myself. And um, that 12 minutes that I'm playing right now. Like Erica said, it is a mind trip, like an actual mind trip. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for it. Like, I mean, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down. You guys enjoying the experience? Like, yes. I, it's such so polarizing. It is polarizing. I, going into it, because I did see, you know, the review scores and some people hating it, some people loving it. There's like nines on one side, nines and tens, and then it's like horrible on the other side of it. I'm like... <laughs> what am I going to feel? So I went into it, you know, thinking like, okay, I'm going to feel one of these ways. And I, it started off kind of slow, you know, just trying to get the, through the puzzles and put things together. But once you start to make it click a little bit and then you, it becomes addictive. Like, okay, I found out this little tidbit. Okay. Now I can use that for this. And it's like, it's just like one thing after another. And then you start to really figure things out and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty good. I like it. I yeah. think it's better best played with a mouse and keyboard. Uh, mm -hmm. to be oh, honest yeah. with you, because it's kind of cumbersome playing with your controller because there's a lot of point, drag, and click. And yeah. it's very time-oriented. And if you miss these cues and, and you're not on time, I can see a lot of people frustrations if they haven't played full throttle or a lot of these other point-and-click games that are you know time-sensitive and this. And this is a little bit more crucial because you hear audio cues, you have video visual cues that you need to interact with and you have to be spot on, you have to be quick with these things. I think the game, for the small spaces that you are allowed to see, gives a very deep rich gameplay uh and then the storytelling and the branching that it gives you it it seems like it's endless in the beginning um because where i'm at and she said she erica finished um one storyline i wish i can get to that part right now because i've done some mm -hmm. things that i'm like what it <laughs> went this way it's just i know a lot of people are having a problem with the realization of not knowing the person that you're living with. And I think that's like a, a, a big shocking thing to a lot of people. When you, when you, you understand more, mm. Colt, when you play the game, what that means, and you're gonna be like, seriously? Like, it's a lot of seriously moments in the game. So yeah, I, I really love it. I really love it. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, it's good to know that these games, like that, when what you guys are explaining, is a very unorthodox game. Yes. Like, it's not like a paint by numbers game. We see a lot of games. It's a lot like this, a lot like that. And twelve minutes is very unique, and um, which is refreshing because this week we had last week we had QuakeCon, and we got uh, a lot of a lot more of the same, I guess. Yes. What What I want to bring up with this. Let's transition to the Quake remaster, which uh, I don't know. I I got it free on Game Pass, thank goodness. But it basically looks like a file save as thing. I don't know if you guys loaded up Quake remaster yes, on course. your PC or your console of choice. It's on PlayStation. It's a multi-plat. That's yeah. one of the things I want to talk about. That Phil said that you know we bought Bethesda so we could you know get people on Game Pass on Xbox for exclusives, but then. Quake Remaster, which the game is uh, 30 years old, I think, almost. Yes. <clears throat> and it is releasing on all platforms, so it brought up big red flags. I'm going to go to Erica on this one because I know she's been involved in the discussion of what should and shouldn't be. Were you shocked by Quake Remaster coming to all platforms? Uh, In terms of, like, what should be exclusive and what's not? Is that kind of where? Yeah, yeah. Like this is asking. like a new release under Bethesda and Xbox, and it's uh, like this is on all platforms. I guess Did it'll I depend. You? I mean, honestly, I, I don't know a lot of Quake. I didn't really play it or grow up on it. Um, I know it's got you know a lot of history. People love this stuff. Um, I guess it depends on like what was in the contracts before the acquisition. You know, that's kind of the thing. There's like Deathloop and, and games like that are kind of like, they have, um, you know, well, not Deathloop, but I'm thinking of other games where it's like they yeah. have this contract of like, oh, they're already going to be multi-plat. So if that's the case, then I don't see an issue. I mean, either way, uh, exclusive or not, I don't see the issue with this, but I guess there is an issue. Maybe you guys can fill me in more about it. People don't want it to be multi-plat, I guess. <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead, King. Go, I, I know you're... I, you're biting I, your lip I, over there. Yeah, man. I, I, was, <laughs> I was there when uh, the inception of Quake hit. Uh, it was like one of Bethesda's little side projects. And, you know, they didn't want to touch their main, main franchises with Doom or Wolfenstein. And, uh, you know, uh, Quake was more of the multi-plat online so they can get their feet wet. And it was like a real 3D game. It, it really it, it took us to the next step. And you had to have a, a severe rig to play this game. And even then, it didn't play as well as I played it <laughs> the other day when I downloaded it. I was mm -hmm. like, "Wow, this is really what they wanted us to look and see." Um, yeah, I want I, I want them to release the game on the PlayStation. I want them to release it on the PC. I want the game released on the Nintendo Switch. So when the actual next Quake does come out and it doesn't release on their platform, they can have FOMO. I think this is strategic. <laughs> I think this is absolutely. Uh, um, something that they lose nothing uh but gain everything because what you do is you you put that out there for those people that didn't do it didn't get a chance to see it or don't know it like you know erica doesn't know it so maybe she plays the game and she's like wow man i really like how this game feels i really like how it plays and maybe it sparks some interest in it so that when you do actually see the real full full-blown next quake the next arena the next game in that line in that genre and it's only released on xbox um it makes a choice. It, it makes you decide, right? This this game, this remaster is not going to make anyone decide anything. 
So right. why hoard it to yourself, right? But what you do is it does peak awareness. And I think it's very strategic and it's it's kind of genius that you release it and you get all this fear around it. And then when the actual real new game comes out and everybody gets the chance to say like, oh my God. And then you get the stamp only on Xbox. That's when it really bites. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point because it, it if if it's all on all the platforms, yeah, it can it can get interest and especially if it comes to Game Pass, it's like, oh yeah, I'll try it out. You know, why not? You know, I hear about this game all the time. Never tried it, might as well. And then yeah, bring out the new one. That is strategic. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. about it like that. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I, I I agree. That's that's a good strategy. It's something they need. So let's talk about the other announcement that day was the <coughs> Skyrim. Re 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 remaster. <laughs> no big surprise, right? Nope. It, it it's included on Game Pass, but there's also Skyrim Anniversary, which includes over 500 user created expansions and and mods and upgrades to the game. That is not in Game Pass. No. So this is something that upset, <clears throat> excuse me, upset Xbox fans, Erica, because they thought <clears throat> this is a first party title. This is like the full feature Skyrim. This is better than the than the optimized for Series S and X port that's uh, also on PS5. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Xbox fans don't even get the premiere version in Game Pass. They have to buy it, uh, as far as I know. Have, did you hear any of these murmurings uh, over the weekend about <laughs> the Skyrim rumblings. anniversary? Uh, the only thing I really heard is like, again... You know, just again, this is being <laughs> brought to us again. It's like the GTA Five thing. It's like these games just don't die. I, I know that sounds negative, but it is what people have been saying. So I've been seeing more so the conversation around that. Like, man, this game just doesn't go away. And 10 years later, mm-hmm. it makes sense to bring out an anniversary version. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. I loved Skyrim. I played it on 360. I still have my copy somewhere. Uh, yeah. I, felt, I, I really uh, fell in love with that game and played it for like a month straight. So it's one of those things, again, it's like the remaster for, for the Quake thing. It's like new gamers, younger gamers can experience it for the first time. And with it being multi-plat, that's a good thing, right? But yeah, I could see mm-hmm. why Xbox fans would feel a type of way if it's like, well, they, they uh, bought Bethesda. So why are we not getting these certain features or not <laughs> on Xbox exclusive features and exclusive content and, that makes sense, but this is kind of the first I'm hearing about it because, like I said, the the conversations around my circles has just been about Skyrim in general, just always coming back in another fashion, and uh, mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem to go away. So, I don't know. It, it, it's it's interesting to learn about this right now, for sure. Yeah, and it'll be a while before we get the next Elder Scrolls. King, are you okay with uh, mm-hmm. Skyrim anniversary being on P- PlayStation and as? Like, have you looked at why this is the case? Well, kind of clouds um, the it clouds the the narrative, King. Like, it doesn't actually, right? I, I, listen, I, I, and I get it. I really do. Yeah, I honestly get it. I honestly get all the people that's upset, and I, I know a lot of Xbox guys is gonna be like, King, but you you know, stand up for us, like like scream for us. This is first world problems, people. <laughs> all right, they, you have the game already in Game Pass. Okay, so now you're complaining and crying that you don't get the 500 user maps that they made and they put in the game. Really, you got the game. If you're that extreme of a fan, trust me, 
whatever little price that you have to pay to get that part of the game really doesn't matter. This is it's not in-game content is content that's made by outside entities that they included in there for extreme fans. All right. So the mm-hmm. extreme fan is going to not even think the extreme fan already paid for it. Right now. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe the people that are whining and crying are not extreme fans. They just people that saw something and said, Oh, I do want to cry about this. I do feel mm-hmm. like this is something to, to get in a, a uprage about. Listen, release this. This is a, old old game release the game on all platforms so when you do release the new game and it's only on xbox again strategically getting mind share strategically getting the new children that are trying to play these games oh what is this old game about but for them this old game is not old it's new you know for everybody that gets a chance to try it everywhere else oh wow it's a new game let me check this out let me get so deep in the lore of this game, and then a year or two later, oh, the new Skyrim is coming out? Only on Xbox. Ah. <laughs> so, again, yeah. That, yeah. That, that is you have to be able to strategically pull your fans in, you know, that are on other platforms, and you only can create FOMO as after they try. You can't create FOMO if they've never tried the product. So you must, if it's an older product and it's costing you absolutely nothing to spread it someplace else where you're going to garner cash, do so. This is not new IPs that they're doing that with. These are older IPs, so you shouldn't be upset. It shouldn't be a problem. You should understand you have to do this when you're in second place. Don't act like you're in first place and you're having these first place problems. If they were in first place, trust me, it wouldn't reach over there. But they need to bring in the fan base. They need to bring in these customers. And these are things that you do in marketing and business 101. If you want to know, take your feelings out of it and understand, yeah, give them what? some old stuff. And No feelings. Yeah, yeah, you know, but they don't want to hear that. They, you know, they want King to be crazy. No. Give them some old stuff so they can't get the new stuff unless they purchase here. It works mm. that way. Okay. Well, all right. I mean, we know we know about Skyrim. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's everybody's already played it. They're not it's not really selling copies right now, so they can kind of move it around and and kind of reinvigorate it with an anniversary edition, but I didn't plan on bringing this up. Uh, if you're watching the show, this is the Xbox Newscast podcast. This is a live show. I'm here with Erica. It's for the win. And I've got King David of Iron Lord Podcast. We're talking about the news of the week. There's some uh, a meteor that came in high and hot earlier this week. Uh, actually, it's very, very, very early. And I know very, very little about it. I talked to one of my sources before the show. So I'm going to bring it up very general as a what's it, what, uh, like a what if, hypothetical. Uh, my, my panel right now is... Okay, I'm <laughs> very curious what this is. This is... This is absolutely massive if it rings any truth. All right, so I'll, I'll go ahead and we'll go into this. We'll, we'll talk about this for a minute and then we'll get into the topics. I got some super chats. Some people have been asking questions. They got some interesting things that I want to make sure they have their voice heard. But the news is that there is a possible deal in the works with Take-Two Interactive and another really big company. Now, the p- person I was talking to doesn't know a lot about this but it could be a hypothetical, some type of deal struck with Take-Two and possibly Microsoft. 
So the one of the rumors about a year ago was that Tencent was trying to buy Take Two, the team that owns the Rockstar Studios and a bunch of other big name studios. So I talked to my source about what if Take Two was being bought by Xbox to bolster up Game Pass and the platform and bring studios and bring more games. And they asked me, Colt, what would you do with Grand Theft Auto 6? And we've been talking about Grand Theft Auto. We'll get into that as well today. Uh, and I'm a big Xbox fan, but the very first thing I thought, if I'm Microsoft and I'm Xbox and I just bought the rights to Grand Theft Auto, if you want to make money, Grand Theft Auto 6 remains a multi-plat. Erica, what do you think of this crazy scenario that just materialized and has uh, no no like possible uh, <laughs> truth behind it that could be corroborated? Oh my gosh. Um, that is a bomb you dropped on us. Uh I was just going to say, there's no way Grand Theft Auto could not be a multi-plat. I mean, that's just my first knee-jerk reaction is like, there's no way. I mean, mm -hmm. I can't imagine Rockstar and Take-Two and Microsoft thinking that's a good idea. I mean, Microsoft, I could see why they'd want that. But, you know, it just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. There's no way. It just, there's no way. That's all I can, that's all I can say. I mean, there's if no Xbox, way. Eric, if, if, if Grand Theft Auto 6 was an exclusive, it sounds so ridiculous to say it. it because does. trust me, I've heard forever that Grand Theft Auto V was going to be a PlayStation exclusive or a timed exclusive. Red Dead 2 was going to be exclusive mm -hmm. to PlayStation. There was, you know, there was those rumors swirling years ago. But if you think about it logically, that Xbox will have some 50 years, 60 million consoles, the Xbox One and the Xbox Series consoles by the time Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out, that game releases on Steam and Windows PC. Uh, it's the whole thing we've talked about. I'll go to King with this. Like <sighs> Xbox is in enough places to hold a big game like Elder Scrolls Six. King, what do you think about this absolutely ridiculous claim that Xbox could be swooping up Rockstar and Take Two? I heard that already. Um, the reason why Tencent is out of the fold is because the Chinese government has uh have put heavy sanctions on Tencent in the gaming space. Uh, they don't view uh, gaming in the same way that the Westerners do. Uh, so they lost a severe chunk of change uh, not too long ago, and it heavily impacted the purchasing uh, power of Tencent, right? So that was not too long ago. Anybody can Google it, pull it up, check it out. If, if you're looking at financials to see exactly where the industry is going, remember Tencent was moving in the background, purchasing a lot of studios. And they they purchase, but they don't ask for anything up front just yet. Um, okay, so that's to the side. Now that you understand a big player in the background that was purchasing all this stuff, it's out of the mix. Um, the next big purchase, the next big player in the purchasing scene, uh, besides Sony, because Sony just did a $1.7 billion uh, purchase, uh, mm -hmm. which was you know pretty unique and uh, very, very different when I saw it happen. Microsoft. Microsoft is not shy at putting seven point something billion in, uh, in a space. Um, ever since the, the, the two owners, the CEOs broke up at Rockstar, I understood that uh, the business might go into a different direction. Uh, and I and I view it as uh, certain things can be purchased uh, if it's giving the proper light. Take two is a necessary entity that if Microsoft was to purchase them, I think the 2K series 
and those games would flourish in Game Pass, where they are a recurring uh, revenue when it comes to purchasing sneakers and stuff like that, which won't be included in Game Pass. It will generate tons of revenue. Uh, if those games, and, and I think that the basketball games will be uh, multi-plat where you could put it on other consoles and those games will definitely generate money on those other consoles, but it would be inside Game Pass for free. So that makes sense. Now, when it comes to Grand Theft Auto 6, <laughs> I think that you make Grand Theft Auto 6 exclusive to the Microsoft platform because the PC users and yeah. Steam will get a chance to get it. Epic Store will get a chance to have it. You can put it on all forms of... Um, stores on the pc but as far as console goes game pass goes you make that exclusive to a game pass environment on console spaces or you don't limit it on um pc when it goes to steam and stuff like that you let it flourish because that's mainly the crowd that's keeping it alive right and then they already have Grand Theft Auto 5. They're already getting Grand Theft Auto 5 uh, remasters. This goes right back to the FOMO thing that I'm talking about. You have a severe crowd on the PlayStation side that absolutely loves this franchise, right? If you think about it, in all business sense, if that 6 is exclusive to a Microsoft platform, you are going to force individuals to make a hard stance. I think that absolutely happens. I think the repercussions inside the industry, with that being said, will it will probably break the internet. I think we won't be able to access Twitter for the next four exactly. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, it makes great business sense. Do I think it's going to happen? There's a 45% chance that it could. Uh, <laughs> 45? Yeah, I give it 45% <laughs> chance and 55% chance that it won't happen. You know, um, I, I think Sony <clears throat> loses too much if that happens. But then Sony also has huge deals in place uh, in the Netflix arena that I think uh, established them as, as a juggernaut there. And I think um, it's so beautiful watching both companies move but it's, oh, yeah. it's it's more beautiful watching microsoft evolve right it's because microsoft is actually changing into what we wanted them always to be that microsoft actually looks down at xbox and sees them as a viable entity in bringing in cash so at this point right now, Microsoft is actually saying, wow, Xbox Game Pass can actually give us revenue. And it's actually a good thing that we have it. Let's invest more in it. And it's incredible to see what's going on right now because we're actually talking about Microsoft purchasing, you know, 2K. Like, I mean, you, you know, take two. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's really it's crazy, crazy, crazy to really even have these conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Bernard Miller gets a super two dollar super chat and says, "Can you rather have hundred percent sales revenue or 70 percent?" Seventy. All right, go ahead, Erica. Sorry about that. No, no, I was just agreeing that the the whole thing's crazy. Like, I really it took me by surprise even talking about it. It's like one of those mm -hmm. conversations I don't think I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. It's like because it, it's never come up as something that's like could happen. It's just it sounds so crazy to even talk about, but. We 
you know, I mean, is, is yeah, it, I'm with you. Is is it because we always thought that uh, Xbox was Bill Gates' side project? I mean, let's 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 be yeah. real. When they were introduced, we thought it was like, oh, a whim of a rich guy, and he's like, hey, let me try my hand at this, not knowing that uh, Steve Ballmer was the driving force when Microsoft had the Red Ring of Death. He actually fought for us. So it's during key moments in the Xbox lifespan that individuals have fought for us. And right now we have Satya Adala with uh, Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer. <laughs> what you call him? <laughs> Phil. <laughs> no, Satya. Uh, Satya. Uh, Adala, Nadala. Nadal. Oh, I thought yeah. you were. I thought you were making a. You're doing oh no, a no, I call him with the, with the dollars he's spending because yeah. oh, he yeah. is right. Yeah, like, yeah. He's still he, Phil. Like I, he's like I, here. You know what it is? It's it's when you have the coach and the management working hand to hand, the team runs better. You get Super Bowls, baby. You turn into the Patriots. You turn into a dynasty. You know, when when management is not working with the coach, it's not going to work. You, you're not going to get things right. You're going to be the Jets for a long time. I'm a Jet fan. It hurts. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we get it right this year. Come on, Zach. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I got a I got a couple interesting super chats. One of them, somebody's really chomping at the bit to to get this super chat in front of King. But this first one is from Kung Fu Hot Dog, who oh, sends two five pound super chats. Uh, this is an interesting one. He says, "Hey Colt, any chance you can release the Xbox custom?" Game Studios family of characters graphic t-shirt. So in 2019, I did a collage of uh, Xbox game character franchises in a collage. And I worked with Aaron Greenberg and Matt Booty to come up with a final version that Aaron printed out for like 500 employees around the studios that work for Xbox and gave them out. And he sent one to me and a lot of people wanted the shirt, but I didn't feel like I could put the shirt on my merch store and sell it mm-hmm. because I kind of gave that design to to yeah. Matt Booty and, and Aaron Greenberg and kind of said, hey, here, use this to celebrate what the studios are building. But since then, since 2019, the studios have climbed uh, 10 more studios, right? So when I read this super chat, I thought, how cool, would it be cool if I upgraded that graphic, if I kind of took that yes. idea and added in the new characters, made it new, Mm-hmm. And then uh, made it available for people. I, I have a merch store um, on Teespring, and I put the shirts at like sixteen or eighteen dollars, um, close to cost, so people can buy them. So I might get into that project this week later. Uh, Kung Fu Hot Dog always also <coughs> says Gears One through Three were the best under Cliffy B. Those <laughs> were great, but I really like Five. Yep. And he says Colton guess. To Erica and King, do you think Microsoft will do anything special to celebrate 20 years of Halo? Hope we can get a Craig special edition console. No, no. Craig, <laughs> no. Wants Craig's big face on the side. Of I don't the, ever want to see Craig again. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! I actually talked about this last week. Um, Erica, do you ever buy the custom controllers or custom consoles? I don't. Sometimes, sometimes it's 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 been a minute, but um, last gen. Well, you can't see it, but I have the Gears of War 360 back there somewhere. I did that. That was a, a no brainer because uh, yeah. it's Gears and it looked amazing. And then it had the you know you the push the sound. button, the yes. sounds, yeah, yes. it had the sounds. And so, um, when it's the right console or right controller, I'll do it. 
but I don't just on a whim, like, oh, there's this random game. I'll go buy this. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's got to be yeah. something I really love, but I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. I'll, if it's the right game, I'll do yeah. it. So we're going to see a, <laughs> I, well, I won't even like, we won't even get in the conversation of the console because it's not happening. There's, there's not mm-hmm. going to be a custom console because of the, the constraint. But do you think we'll see a custom Halo controller to celebrate yeah. 20 years? Yeah. I could see that. I mean, they put up they put out controllers so much. <laughs> I would not be surprised if they were doing something like that. It would be cool, I think, for all the fans. I mean, twenty years, and th- I think that's another reason people thought like this. Because um, I think the first one came out in November, right? Yeah. Am I correct? So mm-hmm. they were saying, well, this game has to come out in November. It's twenty years, and um, or maybe I'm getting the wrong year, but yeah, yeah that was kind of. That was kind of like the thing people are looking for. Like it's 20 years. What what's up? Let's get something cool. I think a controller would be at least a step forward towards that. Yeah. They better hurry up and announce that if that's a thing, because those things yeah. usually are announced a long time a while yeah. before. Maybe that's True. something we hear tomorrow at Gamescom. Yeah. But if they uh, don't, but we'll, maybe. I'll, I'll hit up Xbox Pope if they don't. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Xbox Pope. Right. Or uh Pope Art as he's called yeah, now. But yes, sir. uh we'll we'll get into that release date for Halo in a few minutes. That's another spicy take that you guys may not be ready mm-hmm. for. But we will get into it. Here is the Coupe de Gras super chat from Risk It for the Biscuit. Uh, awesome name. He sends an Australian eight dollar super chat. Uh, this is regarding Halo too. He says, sorry to do this, man, but don't delay Halo. I don't think the majority of the community are worried about co-op or forge. Mm. What do you guys think? Erica. Let's start with Erica. Are we, we uh, jumping in? We jumping in you, to this? You jump in on this one. Yeah, this, uh, you, you're newer to this. so. Uh. Well, as far as Halo goes, just so everyone knows, I mean, I mentioned it a little bit. I was mostly a gears head, you know, through 360 and, and to now. Uh, play Halo here and there. Um, do I feel like they should delay it? Is that we going into this? I guess we can go into it. Um, um, or is let it me just get it one more time? Uh, he's saying do not delay it co- because most people are not worried about co-op or forge. Mm. That's what he's saying. Co-op. I feel like um, from an outsider looking in, just kind of playing Halo here and there. Co-op's always been a big part of Halo. I know friends right now who were going to buy Halo specifically for co-op. And then when I did play Halo 4, I got it at launch, I went straight to co-op. And that's just me as like a casual Halo player. So I know there's people out there who like co-op and and that's part of their experience. So I don't, I wouldn't say most of everybody don't care. That's a bold statement. Um, We don't know. There's, 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 you know, we don't know the percentages. It's, I don't know it's if it's 45%. Percent. It's Is it four? It's 4%. <laughs> oh, oh, I know the percent. I've you seen all percents? kinds of different numbers. It's 4%. Uh, it's 4%. Yeah. But, but just in general, um, because I am such a, a Gears fan, and, and I, I feel like I can relate in the way of, like, if this was Gears, and Gears came out without co-op, and without Horde, or something that's been a part of the series... I would be worried, like, what is going on over there? Mm. Because even if I don't really play those modes that much anymore, uh, it's still worrisome, and it it gives me the idea that this game is not ready, Mm. and Mm -hmm. something's going on because this ain't the franchise that I loved and was used to. And if if you get used to modes being there at launch... (laughs) 
and you're a diehard fan and you became a fan, let's say there's people out there who became a fan because of co-op, of course they're going to feel a certain way, like <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so that's just kind of my perspective looking in. I kind of relate it to like what I go through with Gears when they came out with only a little bit of maps. That was a big deal. That was upsetting. Mm -hmm. It's like, where yeah. are the maps? Where's this? Where's that? And then when they try and take things away and you get frustrated and you start to question and you start to think maybe this franchise is not in the right hands anymore. So well, I totally Erica, would you understand rather, that Would you feeling. rather wait three to six months to get like a full suite of maps of Gears? Or are you like, I'd really like to play it this November and I'll, and I'll play the heck out of the four maps or six maps or whatever. Like where, where do you stand uh, when it comes to one of your favorite games? It would suck, but I think I'd rather wait. It, it would because it, at least I would know, OK, they're going to polish this thing. They're going to bring me they're going to bring all the maps because I know with the game like Gears, which is somewhat different than Halo. But when it's when it starts to die off, it starts to die off. You know, that that game came out. Halo oh, 5 yeah. came out multiplier wise and it just it was hot for a minute and then it just died off. And yeah. so the lack of content, I think, was was a part of that. So if it could come out yeah. complete and be a banger and get a bunch of people playing and enough content to keep it moving and have constant content coming through. That's a better scenario than just pieces at a time. Because okay. by the time the second piece comes, these casuals, they're gone. They don't care no more. They're, they're already done. So, <laughs> okay. you know what I mean? So that's kind of where I'm at. I, I can see that. I can see how that it's strange because it, this is going to be a crazy discussion because we're going to get into what some fans care about what some fans don't care about other fans it gets yeah. dicey and i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot it here to king in a second but jess corden from windows central joined the chat and then left a, a five a euro super chat and said what about mayo and fries <laughs> so he's <laughs> jess is always <laughs> yeah, that, yeah we love yeah. jess he's always got something to say that is mm. uh that all always making people smile King, I'm going to frame this to you because I know where you stand on where Halo Infinite should release or how it should release. But I, what I want to ask you is how do you feel about a large majority of Xbox fans saying, I don't really care about the fans that want co-op. If they want co-op, they have to wait. Well, this is for you guys that's out there whining. It's called the fraud stretch, alert. Stretch out first before you do this, King. <laughs> this is called ready. the fraud alert. This is for you. All right. So, I love I'm it. the leader of the fraud police, and I hear you guys screaming, and you all are out of bounds. All right. First of all, let's let's dispel the 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 whole rumor. This is a traditional Halo game. In a traditional Halo game, yes, of course, we can really absolutely have co-op from the beginning. In a traditional Halo game, oh, that's absolutely going to happen. This is not a traditional Halo game. Actually, a lot of people don't know exactly what type of Halo game this is. Is this a game of service? Is this a game like Destiny? What, what are we getting? What are we getting? There's so many questions around that part. Wrap your brain around that part, right? Understand if they're having a problem with they want you to be able to go anywhere and they have four people going anywhere at all times. And then if they go into a storyline, if it's on the map and the whole map is accessible and you go into a storyline while your boy is climbing a mountain over there, you know, fighting <laughs> somebody. Thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you got to warp him to you. They're probably having a problem with that. And they're trying to figure out that last aspect of that, this, that, that part. 
Um, I believe the game is totally polished when it comes to the campaign part. I don't believe any of the the leakers talking about the campaign is a mess and all that other stuff. I don't. If you don't put your name to it, I don't believe you. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and that's the only time I will believe anyone is when they put their name to it. The multiplayer is complete. All right. Um, Halo's big pillar is single player multiplayer. Co-op is secondary. Forge is completely last. All right. Uh, the multiplayer is in free to play. Nobody has a reason to complain at all. It's not stopping anyone from playing. Uh, if you care so much about uh, co-op, I'll see you in three months. I'll see you in three months. Uh, I expect oh. November 15th for it to launch on its uh, inaugural 20-year anniversary. If you like Forge, I'll see you in six months. Um, I've never used Forge one time. So literally out of 20 years, I don't care yeah. if it was there at all. It doesn't do anything for me. But for those people that does, I really feel for you. I understand. And I'll see you in six months. Um <laughs> I expect to put my headset on. I expect to get into my story in Halo. Like I said on Iron Lord's podcast, is not Master Chief and the Chiefettes. I do not need oh a, a bunch of uh, of my friends to play with me so I can put it on the highest level so I can get past that board. Because you guys really know that's the only reason why you want co-op is so your guys can pick you up when you get sniped from across the board mm. and you need help. You need help, so you need uh, that co-op to work for you because you want to get that achievement that you did it on super hardcore mode. Right? Erica, you, you can let him that. get away with this. I was going to say up until the hardcore <laughs> mode part. I was going to say, I feel attacked. No, I feel no, attacked. I'm not, I'm not even <laughs> attacking you at all. I know, King. I no, know. No, no, Much love, brother. That was Much too love. funny. That, too that funny. is good. <laughs> I, it's so funny because I, I don't think of it this way, the way that you uh, – you have fun with it, right? Yeah. Because I hear King's voice. He's not saying, well, you can sort of hear the too bad, so sad for you to have to wait for Forge and co-op. Um, honestly, and I haven't given my opinion because it's the first time I'm doing the show since this, this news broke, but I was probably planning on playing through the game by myself first and then getting with the, my friends, like the RDX mm -hmm. guys and... And so my friends just playing co-op and having some sessions. And in all honesty, I'd probably play the entire game by myself and entire through all the way through. And then I would go back and play chunks here and there with friends. You always end up like doing a few missions with a friend and yep. then you can't meet back up. So you start over again with a different friend. So you yep. play maybe a quarter or half of the game in co-op, but it's there at launch, but it's a core thing. Before mm -hmm. we get into that, I've got a bunch of super chats. People really want to give their opinion, but I've got a, a very interesting tweet. I have to pull this up from, uh, I'll get his name as soon as I bring this up. You may have seen this. This came out on Twitter yesterday. This is from a developer named Tyler Owens, who has seven years experience with live service multiplayer games. He says, I've worked previously on Halo 5 Guardians, Rocket Arena, and Apex Legends. And he's a gigantic Halo fan and has been playing since Combat Evolved. So I'm going to read this. It'll take about a minute. And then we'll get into the rest of the discussion. This is kind of devil's advocate for uh, those kind of support the Xbox fans that say, hey, let's go ahead and release the game. And just so you know, I am the one, one of them uh, that is saying, why not just get everything all in order? And if that means delaying, go ahead and delay the game until next year. And I know people don't like that, but that's how that was my initial response. And now as I see more and more things, I'm coming to 
uh, what would you call it? I guess an understanding where I know things are set. This is the decision they're going to make. So we're not here to try and change 343's mind, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. read this and we'll get into discussion. It's still going to be feisty. But Tyler Owen says, first, I want to leverage a great example. Simple features can have complex considerations around online games and services and social features. As the platform of a game grows to more platforms, so do the number of services that need to retain compatibility. Hopefully by now you have an understanding how modern features may depend be dependent on lo- online game services and how all game services will be impacted in unexpected ways, usually scale impossible to replicate in testing. He shows a graph of a bunch of different platforms and consoles and PC that are connected to different services. If you launch Halo Infinite on Steam and on Xbox Live, you now have to make sure that all of the little Mm -hmm. uh, features and service and connections and entitlements and everything always works. If somebody is on Steam and they jump in mid-game, is that going to be cool with how Xbox Live works? It's not as simple as it can be. He's almost done here. He says... I shouldn't have to, but we'll establish again that Halo Infinite's campaign is vastly different, like King said, than previous titles because of the open world nature. <laughs> How to respawns and checkpoints works. Thank you. Join in progress, cutscene triggers, etc. All these become exceedingly complex when adding players and services. Simple considerations how another player connects to a campaign, session transforms, managing a peer-to-peer connection over Xbox Live, and needing a cross-play service or a dedicated server. So I'm going to go to Eric on this because uh, lots to digest there. Yeah, it's a lot of like he kind of tries to give you like I'm going to make I'm going to explain how difficult things are so you have to understand it's not just yeah. a simple thing like it's just co-op. So Erica, what I want to frame this to right. you is you said earlier that if co-op isn't ready, like what state is Halo Infinite in right now? What do you think? Uh, well, like King is saying, um, you're saying the multiplayer's polished, it's finished, the campaign's finished. And if that's the case, uh, then good. I mean, if they're going to release it in that state and it's, it's polished, it's beautiful, campaign's amazing. I mean, people won't even, they'll probably forget, won't think twice, oh, I'll play co-op later. This game's amazing, right? Um, but re- you reading that tweet did remind me of the leaks I did read, whether mm. they're right or wrong. They both agree that this is not so simple. The the, mm-hmm. the respawns, the checkpoints. Um, some people compared it to like Borderlands. Well, how come Borderlands did it, but this can? And it's same. just it's just a different game. And I, yeah. I agree with you, King, on that. Like that's a good way of looking at it. It's like, yeah, this isn't this. This is gonna be a service type game. They've already announced seasons. Yep. Which is like, whoa, okay, Halo is gonna have these seasons. Forge is coming in six months, and then you got co-op in three months and it's just like wow that's very unheard of for halo and that's i think why the fans are kind of the the hardcore like the the day Mm -hmm. ones and that's who i kind of surround myself with so when i hear their complaints (laughs) i kind of i see where they're coming from like oh yeah i mean you've been there from day one you've always had co-op like yeah i get you but it is true and i am hearing you guys and i'm hearing that tweet like yeah this is not a traditional halo and whether that's (laughs) For better or for worse, that's kind of what it is. And so, yeah, I think that's a, a good tweet to kind of make us think about that. Like, yeah, maybe it's not so simple. And maybe it's yeah. not even about delaying it. Maybe it can't be done at all. We don't really know. Yeah, no, it could be done. You think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it should have been done before. Okay. But 
I hope. If you're, if uh, I should, I should reset. If you're just joining us, this is the Xbox Newscast podcast. If you're having fun, if you like listening to Erica and King David and I talk about, uh, well, we're going to talk about how everybody's fighting about uh, Halo <laughs> Infinite. If you're having fun, if you're enjoying the show, it just takes a second. Go over, hit the like button. It shows them. It shows me that we're doing an okay job and we're not sweating under pressure. And we're trying to have a good time here. You guys are absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you're listening to this on earbuds uh, on the next day, today's Monday. So if you're listening to us on Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever, it's because we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I'm going to get into some super chats because the we're all we all have a voice, and that's the best and the worst thing about social media is we all have a voice. <laughs> and I love the community that we are around. They're so passionate. Uh, Kasubi. Gives a $2 Australian super chat and says, for King, many knees will be rolling tomorrow as he refers to Gamescom's yes. uh, showing yes, Xbox is going to have nice presents, right? Yes, many knees, sir. King? Yes. Yeah. Um, a, a huge amount of knees are heading my way this year. Uh, like, I, like I was trying to tell Colt, and I gave you guys the Cliff Notes version of the halo campaign i gave it you gave us a deep dive and exactly why and i tried to give it to them in a way that they can digest it it's not a traditional halo game yeah please pull your 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 expectations back so take away the the feelings that you had when you first booted up halo take that away um because it's going to be on a different scale they're, they're going in a huge different direction. And <clears throat> I believe this is the culmination of what 343 has learned. I believe this is going to be 343's shining moment. And I think this is uh, uh, Bonnie Ross's redemption song. I honestly believe that she's going to be standing at the podium at the Game Awards. And then she's going to be getting an award for this game for all her hard work and the persecutions that people have put it through. Um, I, I stand by her. Uh, in this because I honestly believe 343 is going to release a seminal Halo game, a game that you will look at and say, wow, this what this is what their hard work paid off as. No longer would you look at, you know, the Halo franchise from this moment, from the infinite, as just a bungee only good years type of uh, game. You're going to look at this game from in this franchise from this moment as wow, 343 stepped into their own shoes. They got from under the shadow of Big Brother and they actually crafted <laughs> something of their own. And I Big really budget, believe yeah. that's going to happen. I really do with all my heart. So I have, I have, I have a question. Yeah. Lofty goals. I have a question King. For, yes. for King. Uh, when Bonnie Ross is up there at the awards, what award is she up there for? Oh my um, God. Oh man! Uh, what's she what's she taking home? What's what's she getting? I see, for? see, see, I see that that goes into best, this question. Best Halo of, Game Award of the year. Uh, because you know, you know, the Game Awards is going to be some stuff this year, and, and Game of the Year is is going to be uh, some stuff is going to be up there, man. Um, mm. Do there's Halo Hold that. Hold that. Yeah, I know in your thing. So yeah. Yeah, you know, no, it's perfect. I mean, I, I would I would shoehorn that in now, but yeah. let's actually hold that for a minute. Yeah, okay. Uh, that. Because that is pretty interesting. Because I, yeah, you made me think some things there, both of you. So that's really good. <laughs> I was just curious. I was just curious if you had like a right away answer. I just wanted to. Know. No, I, I I did, and you know, to to, to peg it, it, it's going to. I know it will come back and bite me in a hard way if it's not. 
But anytime, because when you bet with your heart, you're like, hey, man, sometimes you're wrong. And sometimes you don't see the forest for the trees. Right. Mm. Yeah. And um, honestly, I, I honestly believe that everyone that get persecuted, because I believe 343 has been persecuted out of all the developers mm -hmm. and studios at Microsoft. I think 343 has got it the worst. Um, I think the coalition has, uh, you know, had a great time there because with Gears, I, I believe that um, you should see t uh, Turn 10. They've had a great time there with the Forza franchises. And I honestly believe they uh, 343 has been given Halo, the reason why people brought an Xbox. And you, you can never please anyone always, you know, uh, but they did release some really good games. You know, they did release some really good Halos. Maybe the mm -hmm. multiplayer wasn't hitting on this one, or maybe the campaign lacked in this one. But, you know, yeah. they were always here or there uh, really doing their best. I honestly believe that this game is going to be the correlation, the correlation of, of everything that they learned in, in, and really put down. It, I just think the engine that they switched from from the beginning to the Slipstream engine uh, now uh, is going to show what they what they're capable of graphically when it comes out you know and people were upset with craig thing because they were like you know it's, I'm, I'm hearing about the slipstream engine and i'm not seeing it and stop comparing it to everything else you see stop comparing it to god of war where you go into one room and it, it can give you the same ogre in different colors and you, you have to worry about that one room no you're, you're talking about a world they're giving you a whole halo ring for you to play on and just wrap your mind around that. Well, like Far Cry are. looks yes. like I'm looking forward to Far Cry 6 and Far Cry looks amazing. But if you ever zoomed in on any of the NPCs that you attack in the camps, yeah. like you Thank will you. do in Halo, uh, no one ever scrutinizes. Uh, I remember you. playing Far Cry 4 and there's like three enemies and yeah. three, like three allies, like your allies pull up in a Jeep to give you a car and they all look the same. They hop out and they're all triplets. But you know, yeah. I don't know. Like we, we, we zoom into the pixels so much. It drives me crazy. Lu uh, Lucius Augustus says salute to Lord King Swami of Xbox and Rob Jones gives a two pound super chat uh, that says King will be collecting arrows from people's knees. So hopefully this all works out for you tomorrow. Uh, that 5% wrong could happen, but Spitfire, Sp uh, Spitfire Spud Gaming gives a five euro super chat. Thank you, buddy. He says, fantastic panel tonight. Keep up the awesome work. Gamescom this week. What game are you excited to see at Gamescom? He said, I would love to see more of the gunk. Yes. Um, yeah, I like want to see that. Gunk. Yeah. Is that something you're interested in, Erica? Yeah, it's been a while since i heard anything i would like to hear something about it yeah i was interested in it when i saw it mm -hmm. yeah yeah it looks cool it's from uh the team that made steam world dig and mm -hmm. uh yeah they have the nice little uh, pedigree there rdx son of fett gives a canadian two dollars and 79 cents says psychonauts is the highest rated game of 2021 we're gonna get right back into halo in a minute but we'll, we'll take a sidestep that that would have let us let us cool off for a bit <laughs> i've been playing psychonauts uh over the weekend i previewed it a few weeks ago uh, this is a nice, surprising game. It's not my style of game normally. Like, I've been known as the anti-banjo guy uh, around the community. Are you? But, That's bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm like the... That. I didn't know that. I'm, yeah, I'm the... Uh, I'm like the anti-kitty game in a lot of ways. There's very few exceptions. But I didn't grow up with banjo, so I give it a hard time. But Double Fine has, like, that 
charm. And I've been playing it. I feel like sometimes you're in a crazy Disney ride when you play the game. And it's scoring really well. Have you have you been in the uh, in the trenches, Erica, with Metacritic? No, I try one? and stay away as much as possible. I'm not big into like review score. I mean, well, I am in a way. I like to take note, and but it doesn't determine like one of the, whether I'm going to play or not. I guess, but yeah. yeah but do you fight with the fanboys, Erica? Do you fight with them oh, over Metacritic? Gosh. Definitely not. Do you take screenshots no, and this one, that one? User score versus the. Mm -hmm. uh, you know actual site score no um no but I, i'm happy for uh psychonauts doing well it's it's it seems like a cool cool game i've never actually played psychonauts oh, wow. um but i i uh <laughs> i might give it a shot you know i'm into i'm into banjo i was a banjo fan grew up on banjo so i'm sad to hear you didn't cole but uh, <laughs> i'm coming around the, the community is starting to hear i'm coming around like <clears throat> as i as i play some of these other games like i've hear more and more the passion so yeah. i'm willing to, to to not be a gatekeeper i can't stand gatekeepers and i realize i'm the mm. biggest banjo gatekeeper and that has to end king what do yeah. you do what's going on with it did you see the uh, the all-out war about uh, metacritic well i don't today um interact with people that need their food chewed for them before they digest it <laughs> you know i like that little birds like that. And, and little birds and babies do that um i don't need one, no one to taste my food before I actually get a chance to eat. I like to eat my food on my own. Um, mm. I'm sorry, I, I don't look at Metacritic. I don't care about anyone's opinion on, oh, so this part, okay, good, it's nice. If, if you're a trusted friend, like I look to Lord Sovereign because he knows my taste in games. So mm -hmm. if he recommends an indie game that I didn't see that was on my radar, and he's like, yo, check this out, you'll like this, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out because I, I really respect his opinion on check it out, you know, type of thing. It's not, uh, oh, this game is rated 92. <laughs> we don't even talk like that. Who does that? <laughs> I don't go, I don't say, Lots hey, Erica, people. check out this Halo. It's rated 93. Like, <laughs> what? Like, it has a great it, Metacritic score. I, you have know, to play right? it. That means it's good, right? Oh, God. <laughs> is, it, is it good or not? Oh, yeah, it's cool. So um, <laughs> you, you, they took away... Fun fact, the hip-hop gamer said that a long time ago. When we used to get EGM or we used to get Game Pro or Game Fan, Fun Game Factor trailers. was uh, 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 one of the pillars that mm -hmm. were inside the ratings, right? They removed that Fun Factor out of their whole assessment of a game. I, sometimes graphics don't mean everything. Gameplay <laughs> uh, means a lot. Frame rates means a lot. And fun factor, I've played some of the wackiest games that you're like, what? Why are you playing that? I'm like, it's fun as hell. So I, I don't care for Metacritic. I don't care for people's opinions on games, except for, you know, trusted friends. And um, Psychonauts, I played the first one, love Psychonauts. I can't wait uh, for Tim Schafer's take on this game. I, I, I can't wait to dive deep into this, this his psychosis, his craziness. The game is amazing from the visuals that I did see of the trailers and stuff like that. And I just preloaded. So on the 26th, I'm in. Nice, nice. Okay. Nice. The the chats the chat keeps saying Halo Halo over and again and, you know as, uh, <laughs> as right, we stepped right, as we stepped right. off of this um, <clears throat> so there there are many ways to look at what's going on with Halo and one of the things that happened this weekend that was not enjoyable for me uh, to, that happened was when they announced that they were going to go ahead and say this game 
is ready to go. We've waited long enough. It's never finished because it's a live service game. We're going to launch without co-op. Now, I'm kind of with King and maybe with Erica that I don't care about Forge, but I would never tell anybody too bad you don't get Forge. So, <laughs> But co-op, I'm like, co-op is a core part of Halo since... Uh, 2004, 2005, I think, when Halo 2 came out. So there's no split-screen co-op and there's no campaign online mm. co-op to mm -hmm. play cooperatively until uh, three or, as I'm hearing, three to five months. He said, Joseph Staten in 343 said in season two, which would be three months after mm -hmm. launch, but that also means within, so they have some wiggle room. So... That's the problem is that I'm hearing fans call me a whiner, call me a baby, you know, saying I'm trashing 343 because I'm saying, hey, and I'll just say my piece now because I want you guys to take most of this discussion too, is <laughs> I don't want to take all the heat, but what I'm saying is like, I got to meet Bonnie Ross at, in 2019. Too. I got to yes. shake her hand. Very nice person. She's been in the I got pictures in the it. industry forever. <laughs> and these people I've talked to at 343, they love, they love what they do. So what I'm saying is, hey, 343, instead of releasing the game in November, wait until the spring, get all everything in order, release the best Halo that you can. The extra time getting co-op ready, the other parts of the team can polish everything else, make sure match is ready to rock, longer flighting time. And in the end, what won't matter is when you play the game. It'll matter how the game comes out. So my is my solution is to the benefit of all of the fans. The fans <laughs> that care about co-op. Delay the game. Put it out later so it's a better game. Gets a better score. It has everything that everybody wanted. Nobody feels left out. That's not whining, but that's not going to happen. So I've understood over the weekend that just me standing up and saying, as an Xbox fan... I want better. I want better for everybody. And if that means delaying the game, I think we should delay it. Now, that is not something that uh, that this audience wants to hear. If I look at the poll, if it'll let me look at it. It is a resounding 27% have said it's okay to delay it for co-op. 73% say, Colt, you're a moron. We're going to launch the game. I've waited long enough. <laughs> I love you guys so much. And thank you so much for being appreciative. We should listen to people's voices. There's people who say, in my opinion, co-op's really important to me. Solid Rev, a uh, guy in the community that we all really like listening to. Love and, Rev. And trust yeah. him. He's great, right? Yeah. Solid Rev said, hey, I only wanted to play this with my son. I wanted mm -hmm. to sit down with my son. He's the reason why I like Halo. He's left out. And as a community, diehard Halo fans, we don't want to leave our community behind. So that's my that's King my is speech. just laughing. Because I'm telling just him been laughing. <laughs> so come on, King. No. Argue with my reason. My reason is way better than whatever you have. No, so I'm talk gonna, me out of my reasoning. Listen, I'm not going to talk you out of it. I'm going to tell you. Just pretend like it didn't launch. <laughs> just pretend. Oh, like don't it buy didn't it. Launch. Just don't Listen, buy it. Yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. Just wait I, and just I wait until the spring. I haven't brought Cyberpunk, right? Because I said I will buy Cyberpunk when Cyberpunk launches oh, okay, okay. next gen, right? So every time somebody talks about Cyberpunk, I say, "Oh, did it come out yet?" Right? <laughs> you know, did it come oh, out? Oh my god! I, I lose wow. absolutely nothing, right? But everybody who did play it or has played it, they're enjoying themselves. They had a good time, right? Good, bad, or indifferent. 
I chose to vote with my wallet. I'm going to tell everyone, if you are not pleased with something, the biggest way to make Microsoft know that you're not pleased with it is don't buy it. But I'm a guarantee you this, for all you frauds, I'm going to guarantee you Where's the light? this. This is it. If you have Game Pass, I'm going to guarantee you frauds this. You will be there day and date. I love co-op. Pying by yourself <laughs> in the luxury of your home. And you won't have anything to say in three months. You'll come right back with your buddy, arm in arm, and have a good time. Arm in arm. <laughs> I like this. That's right. Holding hands. Pro arm in, <laughs> and you guys are going to get past this campaign, and then you're going to put it on super hardcore mode, and you can get that achievement that you want to <laughs> get day one that you're not going to get alone. You don't uh, You don't even care about me, do you, King? You don't I, care about my feelings. I do. Erica, back me up on this. <laughs> You know, I don't know if I can, and 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 I want to back up Rev too because I love Rev. Shout out to Rev if he yeah. hears this. But when I did see his tweet, like, yeah, you know, I play for the co-op. Me and my son, we play for the co-op. I felt for him. I was like, oh yeah, that sucks. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna have it. But then at the same time, it's like, well, you could just wait and then play co-op. Like you could wait and do it in three months if yeah. it comes in three months. Like let's hoping, right? But. So it is like that thing of like logically, it's like, but you could wait. I know, I know the You're FOMO. You're so mean. I know the FOMO will kick in. You don't want to wait. It's Halo. Yeah. It's gonna be free yeah. multiplayer. Like I'm not gonna wait. I'm gonna jump in and have some Thank fun. You, Thank you know, you. and so it is like that logical thing of like, well, you don't have to play it right now solo if you really don't want to play it solo. Right. Does yeah, it suck? Yeah, yeah but it would be the same thing if it was delayed, right, Cole? Like I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of putting it together right now. It's like it, is, yes, it will that, be delayed. So am I. Yes, so like am I. It's delayed yeah. for you. It's delayed for you. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you guys, stop it! Yeah, like, it, yeah, the chats, the chats, like it on makes fire. Sense. Like they, they, they're with you guys, and I am too. Like I said, um, I, I started to see what it meant, you know. And here's the crazy part. I'm really good friends with Randall Thor 19. And if you watch his content, he's so level-headed. He's able yeah. to step away from his favorite thing mm -hmm. and just look up things, look at things objectively. Drives me crazy. I don't know how he does it because we all have a bias. Mm -hmm. But he said, Colt, here's your problem. And I'm going to expose my fraudness uh, as it is. He said, <laughs> I, I think you're a bit too worried about how Xbox and Halo are going to look at launch. Mm -hmm. Like if it launches full featured, mm -hmm. if they delay and launch it full featured, it has a better chance of coming out being the best looking Halo yeah. or best rating Halo. And, and he says, if you step away from the Twitter sphere, a lot of that doesn't matter that how great the mm -hmm. optics are for the game. Now this is, this is all based on, because I've been talking to Jay Fonzarelli and Gaz from Game On Daily, like we're in the camp of we want it to we want to wait so everything is better. And Rand says um, I, I lose my train of thought so fast, but he, he says this is all based on if Halo Infinite campaign comes out in, in November or December. Mm -hmm. that, uh, that that's foreshadowing what we're going to talk about later. If Halo Infinite comes out this holiday and it comes in hot and it's got problems and the the campaign is 
is, you know, having issues like stuff isn't working or saves or whatever. Like mm-hmm. if it comes in hot, then, then like the people, the, the small 20% of the people on my side will say, see, I told you they should have delayed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where, uh, <laughs> Randall Thor, Randall Thor's in the chat right now, but he? Yeah, he, <laughs> he just timed out other zinc for fun. Rand be nice. We love other zinc. He's a passionate Xbox fan, but, um, yeah, that's, I understand. I really do. I had to come to an understanding this weekend because when the news dropped, I took off on a, on a trip with my wife. We got to enjoy our wedding anniversary. I had better things to enjoy than to worry about video games, but I kind of saw this thing going to the background. People are calling me names. I'm like, Hey, but uh, (laughs) your anniversary too. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I look at my phone. I'm like, okay, I'll turn that over. And uh, no, it's, it's all, it's all good fun, but shout out to Gaz in the chat as well. Uh, shout yes. out to everybody in the chat who's who's here. We got over 900 people watching. It is super polarizing. Uh, I can start to see. But let me ask you, Erica, if this was Gears, if this is the next Gears, and they said uh, we don't have Xbox Live friend matchmaking at launch, that's going to have to wait three months, <laughs> what would you do? It's like I kind of said earlier, it's like that would be worrisome. Like, I, and I get where you're coming from and where Rand is coming from, talking about like how they look, right? Like the perception and the yeah. mind share. And I would probably fall into where you're at, Colt, because I would feel like, well, Gears is going to look terrible. No one's going to want to play it. I'm going to have to play with, I'm going to have to play with the same sweaties online because the casuals <laughs> won't stay. And, you know what I mean? It's like, that's because as a Gears community, that's what happens. It's like the casuals are there, then boom, they're just gone. And I would worry like this is going to happen quicker and it's not going to be that great. And I was just like, my head would spin because that perception, you know, you, you kind of think yeah. about that. If you care about something, you want other people to, to give it a chance. Right. Yeah. Um, so I get, I get where, what Rand is doing. He's kind of stepping out of that and you're like, look, it's <clears throat> different this time. It's going to work out. It's going to be fine. But um, yeah, I don't know if if that happened with Gears. I mean, I I can't even lie. I think I would just be like Colt. Colt is leading the witness. On. He's leading the witness, and he's going to your passion. Oh my he, gosh! Then, I object. Let, let me let me tell you what Colt just did. Okay, Colt I see. I see. T- thank you. Colt knows that you love Gears, right? And what he did was he put your favorite franchise and gave you an impossible scenario <laughs> where you would absolutely object to and you would fall in line with what his line mm. of thinking is. And this is where I call a fraud on cult on this because if okay. Gears took the same tact as Halo, which they will, remember I said this, and it will be a an infinite type of a Gears game where it will be reoccurring. You will have seasons. You will have stuff like that. I believe they're going to do that with Forza. All their main franchises will be a reoccurring type of thing. Um, When they do that with Gears, uh, they might have little hiccups in the beginning launching with certain things, and that stuff will be understandable that it will come later on. But what he's failing to say, again, is the multiplayer is free-to-play. So the biggest Mm -hmm. aspect that you keep talking about is the multiplayer aspect and the casuals leaving and the sweaty still sticking around. (laughs) This is where this changes for Halo. It's a free to play. So the pool of people will be larger than it's ever been. Right. So from, from an initial standpoint, it's going to be, 
I'm worried that the servers aren't ready because mm. from the test okay. flight that everybody okay. did, it was a roaring success, right? Everybody loved it, and everybody can't stop talking about it. Every they set you guys up. They built FOMO into everybody that tested the beta. So those are the people that are fighting you right now, Colt, because they're not telling you that the multiplayer is going to be delayed. No. Mm -hmm. They're telling right. you something yeah. that you didn't get a chance to test or play you shouldn't care about. But the thing that you care about the most, that multiplayer, that's going to launch. And, hey, guys, I know you love the campaign of Halo. You got that. So those two crowds is going to overshadow anything of these co-op dudes and these Forge <laughs> dudes is going to say. You're going to lose this battle. And I just didn't like that you were staring her with her favorite uh, franchise and scaring oh, her. On. Like I'm going to ask the jury to, right. to strike Thank everything you. the king has said over the past 10 so minutes. You say, you say he, pl he played me a little bit. He yes. did kind of play, pull the heartstrings yes, and put, put me in the place of like, what if it was Gears? He dangled yeah. your puppy off the roof. And you're yeah, like, what, what if it was your cat? Wait. No. <laughs> I, I got to get some supers you guys, we got to put a pin in uh, talking about the servers and multiplayer. So yes. hold that. We're going to come right back to it because we can get super lost if, if if somebody doesn't guide and direct us. And I'm not really the right person to guide and direct <laughs> us. But uh, Faisal, hey, Sean says, great guests again, Colt. Looking forward to the podcast. Horace gives a $2 super chat. Says Skyrim is a legacy title. Is it not? Yes. yes. He's referring to why it is on all platforms. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. We covered that quite well. But some of these... Uh, some of these might be decaying if I don't get to them. Bernard Miller gives a $2 super chat and says, King, oh, I already got that one, but here's one. Acute Perspective is asking me to read this one. He's got some math for us, if you're ready. He says, news for all Game Pass subscribers, $180 a year. If you played three games on the service, I've done this math too and made it a tweet. He says, if you've played three games on the service, $65 times three is $195. So you made your money back and are now playing the rest of the year at profit. So if you yep. play three games... You, everything after that is free on Game Pass. Yes. And yeah, yeah I kind of agree. Yeah. Uh, we got Kryptonian gives a $5 super chat. Thank you, Kryptonian. I haven't seen Kryptonian in a little bit, but he says, question for, is, do you want to sell a broken, incomplete game in its 20-year anniversary? My opinion, release free-to-play first and then co-op. Kryptonian, are you saying release free to play this November and wait for the campaign when co-op is ready? I think that's Erica, what they're what do you saying think about that idea. I think that's what they're saying. I know that's that's another idea people are passing around too because it's co-op with the campaign. Okay, then wait on the campaign, just release the free to play, which I wouldn't personally mind because uh, I'm just looking forward to the multiplayer. But uh, but I mean for others, it's kind I have of a that terrible thing. lawyer, by the way. I, know. I mean, it's 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 that thing of like, are, are they going to wait or are they not going to wait? I mean, I think I think they wouldn't. I think they have no choice. They're not they going to wait. It's 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 so minute. They delayed like, it. You know? Yeah, the, the cry is so minute. It's like hell. It's like <laughs> so minute. It's 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 not going to happen. And I really would like people to stop saying broken game. Right. You know, broken games are a lot of games that come out like Outriders that uh, didn't have the infrastructure built into the server base to have these games tested and done properly. So stop saying broken games. There are a ton of games that are actually broken games. And if you're talking about a complete story that you can play the campaign from beginning to end with no problems, and you just can't play with your buddy. Listen, 
Learn to play with play alone. Learn to have fun <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> with your game by yourself. Listen, sometimes I know you like to be in chat, you like to talk, you like to do that. Take time out, see the game, hear the story, listen to the music, fall in love with the character all over again. Play some multiplayer with your friends. They're telling you you can play with Master Chief and the Chiefettes all over the place in multiplayer. So, so go do that. <laughs> Chief, well, I like that. If they would have said that they were, <clears throat> how do I how do I say this? If they were, if it was the other way around, like if they said that we would have to wait on the campaign and the multiplayer oh, no. was first, yeah, I would have been really mad. Like, <clears throat> yeah. So I I can see. Um, I am with you that, like I said earlier in the show, for those that joined later on, I did explain that I knew I would play campaign from beginning to end by myself. Yep. And then I would jump in and do several sessions, segmented sessions of co-op co campaign, maybe the whole game with a friend, but it doesn't always work out because we have different schedules. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I have friends who are in the UK. When I go to bed, they're just getting up. It's uh, ridiculous. Yeah. I, I have a friend like Gaz from Game On Daily. He's in London and I'm like, you know, it's a we're good enough friends to where you need to go graveyard shift. You know, you start. You <laughs> he needs to start change his shift for, for me, right? <laughs> yeah, so, right. let's see. We got uh, people are. I I love these opinions. These super chats. Like people have such a good take, and so far I haven't seen anybody call me a moron. So I think you guys are pretty fantastic. We got <laughs> Brett Bingham gives a ten dollars super chat. Thanks, buddy. He says I think people took a backseat to the graphics over last year. People got upset about single player and multiplayer launching separately as mm -hmm. originally intended, which was a talk. Yep. And like Joseph Staten said, it was something they were deciding they were thinking they should do. I'm glad they didn't. He yeah. says they amended the plan and people are still unhappy. Uh, yes, very well said. Warlord ten fifteen gives a five dollar super chat. Says we're still dealing with a worldwide pandemic. The fact that we're still getting games at all is a blessing. Remember that. Yep. Guys. Erica, what do you think? You think uh, you think that's still true? Uh, I mean, there's that devil's advocate of like, well, look at Ghost of Tsushima and look at these other games that are putting out content and, and mm -hmm. they're just going. So, I mean, if you compare it to other games, yeah, it could make 343 look a little bad. Like, okay, it's everyone's dealing with this. So what's going on? You know, but but in the reality is, yes, there's a pandemic still and we're still going through it. And it, it, I mean, we've had delays for other games. We've had, um, even if it's just been a month delay or something mm -hmm. like that. I mean, they've been so uh, <laughs> rampant the past past year. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. I don't really know. I'm not there. You know, they could be, they're all working from home maybe. And it's just, it's been a little bit more mm -hmm. of a struggle. And yeah, it's something to keep in mind. But again, yeah, it's I like gotta... that thing of like, well, other games are coming out. So it's, you can see both ways. Yeah, I gotta I gotta back up Erica on that because like when people are like, well, Ghost of Tsushima is just DLC. She's talking about like the whole game came out at the end, you know, middle of 2020 during a pandemic. But mm. different games are at different stages. It's if been you're other like, ones. yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah, though, and they were just polishing for that whole period of time. I I, I won't actually use that game as uh, an example. I will mm -hmm. use newer games that mm -hmm. are you know. Yeah. Games that were made for these new consoles that are coming out now. A lot of these games got super delayed. A lot of these games have fell off the radar. And those still games are. that are making mm -hmm. 
you know, the mark or that are hitting the mark. I, I thought the medium would have uh, been better served releasing a little bit later when the tools were better, right? And that was a direct result of the pandemic. Um, and that's how the, the pandemic can impact a game that could have been greater had we not been in a pandemic. But that's a new IP launching on uh, the newer console and it it suffered a bit, right? We have to look at that. These guys keep looking at new IPs and the, the, the delays and the suffering, but not taking into account that if there's no pandemic, these guys are able to work hand in hand, walk into the office, and I can say, yo, Colt, I need those ace, um, mm -hmm. those assets really quickly. I'm sending over the music files so we can sync this up really quickly. When, when you're doing this through email and Zoom meetings and stuff like that, and yeah, you're trying to correlate and you're sending data, yeah. and, and they're sending large chunks of data to each other mm -hmm. to look at these assets. You don't know the logistical nightmares that these people are going through. So if they tell you that co-op is not available yet and you're looking at a small aspect of the game, yes, for some people, that's a large aspect. And I feel for you. Just take a step back. See you in three months. Um, the the same thing with the Forge. See you in six months. Either Because Forge, I think, is more intense because you have to take an account of what's inside the board, who's doing this. It's going it's to be longer. Sure. Yeah, because I think Forge is a larger aspect of Halo when it comes to creation. And that aspect has to be spot on and dead right. Right. So um, we have to give these guys a little bit of leeway. Nobody's going crazy that Horizon has been pushed to next year. Right. But we're going to get our newer games to get some breathing room because of the pandemic, right? And yeah. we're still uncertain with these variants and stuff that's going mm -hmm. on. So the fact that we, they, the Phil is telling you, we're not going to delay the game. We're just trying to pin down the actual release date because they don't want to tell you a date and then have to move the date. They want to be oh, completely yeah. sure on the date because everybody just wants to hear a date. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they just didn't want another delay. Right. We, we've got Hectic World uh, said, Halo 5 did not have co-op, so what's the standard do we follow? It has campaign and multiplayer, so it's ready. Halo 5 did have co-op, has four-player co-op. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's not ready, and uh, this is the decision they made. Horace gives us $2 super chat. Phil Dominus Maximus will go Conan. <laughs> on 343 for this or Conan I guess I should say I'm so used to saying Conan O'Brien but yeah if you went Conan O'Brien on 343 I would be there in a heartbeat to see that uh, David Kirkhoff gives a 5 euro super chat says the king is right Halo is a single player game you play the story of the Spartan 117 Master Chief not the story of four Master Chiefs I did think about that it's weird like you see him in that derelict no mm -hmm. gravity ship and he's moving around and that would all happen in a cut scene with one. We've played games where they have co-op and mm -hmm. all of a sudden the, the cut scene is made for the single one person. I'm like, eh, that's weird. Where's my character I'm playing with my mm -hmm. friend? But uh, yeah, Chris R gives a $5 super chat. My theory is what they had. My theory is that what was considered acceptable to the previous three, four, three lead Chris Lee was not acceptable to Joe Staten. So Joe Staten is what I call the closer. He came in and he made sure they got Crackdown 3 finished, got mm -hmm. all things tied up, released the game, get it out, because it got to the point where the delay was just costing them more money. 
Joseph Staten is actually Bungie and Halo. Like he's got the yeah. he's got the the blood and guts of that team. So he's the right person to bring in there and fish it out. When his name comes in, I'm more confident about Halo. Yes. So good. Good super there, Chris. Mm-hmm. We got Lou Morningstar gives a $5 super chat. He says, you and some friends are going on a trip one day. One friend says they can't go, but you can't get tickets for three months. You're waiting. Sorry, bye. Yeah, he's going to leave his friend at the at the, <laughs> at the a.m. p.m. <laughs> I mean, wow. he, takes, he takes a small, I mean, he takes a, uh, a, b- a bit of a core feature of Halo and turns it into leaving your friend behind at the gas station that's because crazy. he does you know that's that, funny. I love it. That's that's a crazy analogy right there. Very yeah, I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> it's funny because like for him, now we know what kind of friend you are, Lou Morningstar. I know. Hopefully you and I don't go on a on a uh, on a road yeah. trip. If we do, I'm buying two tickets to make sure that when you lose one of mine, I'll have a backup. Old Dirty Gamer gives a five dollar super chat. Old Dirty Gamer's great. He's been on the on the channel for a while, so I really appreciate you, buddy. He says, this is an L, Halo Day, one OG Xbox, $500 million spent, probably $750 million by now. Play co-op with my sons every game. Stop the cap, but you're right, King. I'll be there in three months. So this is another thing that people bring up, the $500 million to develop Halo. <laughs> $500 million is for the engine. Not it's for mine. the 10-year budget to, to build the game and as it goes yeah. along. They didn't spend $500 million last year to get to where we are now. But I get you, old dirty gamer. You want to play with your son. I want to play with my son or my friends too. But we have to wait. because I mean, we could talk about it all night. 343's already made up their mind. At this point, I think they're at the point of no return. We got Nanopolymath who gives a... Nanopolymath gives a... Nine dollar or nine pounds super chat says why some thinking delay is bad, just catering to the moaners. Why can a delay not be given to three four three? All have had a tough few years. More time to perfect their vision to succeed <laughs> to the fullest. Okay, I have to go. I have to break into discussion about this because Nano is saying something very very reasonable, and his question mm-hmm. is simply, why is it okay to delay every other game, but it's not okay to delay Can I go for Halo? It? Because it's Xbox. Go ahead, King. <laughs> King's like, can I go first? Go ahead, King. <laughs> can I go first? They did it already. They they, they delayed it from last year. It's over now. You got your Was year. It, That's it. Weren't the Gears games delayed more than once, or did they just get one delay? I think I think Gears uh, 3 was delayed once. I think once. Halo 3 was delayed once. Remember. All these games get delayed at some point in time. You had one year delay. You're not getting co-op at launch. Just accept the pill, all right? You're not getting forged at launch. Just accept the pill. You're getting you're free to play multiplayer. You want to play with your friends and your buddies and your brothers and your sons and your cousins and your aunts and your nieces and your nephews. You want to do that? It's a multiplayer part of the game where you can pick up the controller and actually have fun. That's it. They're not telling you, hey, you can't play with your buddies. Actually, they're telling you you can play with all of your buddies. (laughs) Every last one of them. (laughs) Cold words from a man with a very warm, big heart. (laughs) Right, right. It's like piercing words, but it's so softly and so calm. And it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, don't get this guy in the courtroom. He'll use some real (laughs) real tricky tactics. He thought I was bad. Kylo Ken gives a $5 super chat. says, Colt, you definitely got to lock Erica and Lord King down to a permanent position on the XNC. They're great. Well, I hope 
You guys are having fun. Oh, thank it's, you. It's, Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate no, she, that. She runs her own podcast. So we'll, she'll we'll do a, a nice little plug for we'll, that. We'll talk. We'll we, talk. No. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, that she's definitely got. She knows what she's doing. So uh, that's why I wanted to bring her on. And I've been watching her do her thing for quite a while. And it's so funny because we were talking pre-show like we've kind of been on the on opposite sides of the line the way some people are and i've kind of cleaned up my act over the years maybe a little but uh <laughs> no it's all right moby yeah. is a five dollar super chat says colt and guests will we see the campaign at gamescom no oh man yeah this is um this is shoot one of the guys i was talking to doesn't think we'll see campaign i don't know why they're not showing campaign erica what tomorrow? do you think they're going to do tomorrow? <laughs> no. <laughs> so people think they're not showing anything campaign related. Oh. I That's... think we're we're going to talk about the the Halo release date, which I think is different I, from I what most people too. expect. Mm -hmm. But I'm hearing we might not be seeing the updated campaign in motion tomorrow. Uh. Sorry for my cat in the background. Uh, she wants to oh, give her opinion. That's a cat? Yeah, yeah, it's a cat. Because um, I was going to guess, my guess going into she, Gamescom. I heard her. She goes, delay. <laughs> no, delay. She's actually, but she's saying it because you asked about the halo when we stayed tomorrow. She said, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> this cat, she she has to come into everything I do on this this computer. But anyways, um. Damn, what was the question? Awesome. Oh, about the about the whole yeah, what was uh, the release date and everything. I I mean, going into Gamescom, my guess was that they were going to announce the release date tomorrow, but I don't yeah, know do you how we'll you guys feel campaign. about that. Yeah, we went we went we were on cat we were on cat wars for a bit. Campaign but yeah, the, cat the campaign yeah. gameplay. Do you think we're going to see campaign gameplay? <sighs> well. I don't know. It's kind of Honestly, a dumb question. Like, how do we know? But yeah, do I don't you think? know. I kind of felt like I remember the last time when they did reshow, you know, Halo again. It was kind of quick on the campaign, and they mostly showed the multiplayer stuff. And I remember getting the sense of like, and I think we had conversations, like me and my friends, like maybe they don't want to show too much because of what happened before, like the backlash and the nitpicking and the zooming in <sighs> on the pixels and. All of that. So I kind of <laughs> yeah. got that feeling, but that was then. Now we're already in August. This game is supposed to come out on holiday. I think people are expecting it, right? I mean, I, that, I would assume. So if they don't show it, and then after this news, and if they don't give a release date, people are going to be like, what is going on? So they have to do something. It's, I'm thinking release date, and we'll, that'll at least bring some hype and some energy of like, okay, cool, it's coming, it's done. They gotta, I think they okay. would have to show something. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah I, I'm with you on that. I, well, I want to welcome iSilar18, new channel member. He's got the Joanna Dark badge. Yes. If you're a channel member, you have access to like eight or nine custom emojis that I drew up. Uh, I'm a cartoonist and illustrator and a graphic designer, so I pour this stuff into my channel to try to make it unique and fun. He also leaves a $5 super chat. Thanks for this, Isilar. He says, personal opinion, but looking at Halo 4 and 5, it simply looks better to me in arts and graphic department than Halo 4 and 5. Hmm. I mean, people don't give <clears throat> credit to 343, but I say that 4 and 5 are the best looking Halos in the yep. series. Five, and uh, <clears throat> Isilar is saying that uh, he or she, I think he, who knows? I don't even know what I am. But I think <laughs> Isilar is saying that they like the way that Halo looks. And 
I didn't have as much of a problem last year. I just thought they needed to correct the lighting. The, yeah. the sun looked like it just didn't glow right. And then the shadows weren't dark enough to be yeah. realistic. I've been outside. I, I, I work in photography <laughs> and photography, uh, Photoshop and stuff. I've, I've looked at stuff long enough to know how stuff looks. And those shadows are far too light. Digital Foundry broke down that there's really a, a lighting problem that made the game yeah. look not it look, made it look cheap but also we already know that all the weapons and the armor have all of this war-torn uh, texture work on them which was missing because they wanted a clean look i think they made the right so erica you're right like they have every reason to show the campaign they should be proud to show it because they've talked about all the polish they've done over the years over the past year mm-hmm. matthew dylan gives a 20 dollars super chat he says um and this is an orange one. That's orange. That's nice <laughs> like looking orange. orange. Yeah, right. uh, nice contrast. He says, this is why I miss the old days when you brought, bought the game and you put it in and you played a finished product. These days, game developers know they can release an unfinished game mm-hmm. because of updating game with internet. Total BS, he says. And then he adds, mm-hmm. I can't believe King threw you under the bus. He's, no, he didn't say that. I'm just joking. <laughs> I was like, wow, really? <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, Randall Thor 19 gives a $5 super chat. The man of reason. The Randall Rand. Thor 19. Man with a million. He says, tell the truth. Shame the devil. That's King doesn't that. want Halo delayed because he wants those knees. That's oh. the real reason. Okay, he wants so, the knees from Jay Barry. Yeah, let, King, let, 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 me, let me explain. All right, so I have a bet going on with Jay Barry, right? And um, the bet was that Halo was going to release before Horizon. I already knew Horizon was going to be uh, delayed, right? <laughs> so we were trying to tell him, hey, man, don't take the bet. Don't take the bet. But he went headlong into the bet. So I already knew Halo was going to come out. Some form or fashion it had to come out because you have to look at how everything is going. So a week later, Horizon gets delayed. Yay. Bye. So <laughs> now they already had the test flight for the multiplayer. The reason why they will not show um, any uh, Halo campaign tomorrow, they might show uh, the the big team fight. They might show that. Uh, big team they, battle, yeah. Yeah, big, they yeah. might show a big team battle tomorrow. Um, but I think they're going to have a Halo event, like a Halo event day, where you're going to see a little bit more of the campaign. You're going to see more of the multiplayer. You're going to see more of the texture work and more of a of a, a, a little bit of a deep dive into that stuff. I um I believe that they will have uh you know a couple of people sit down and talk about it. Some people from three four three to go into the game a little bit because I think that game has its own merits to stand on its own. It doesn't need like E three and it doesn't need a Gamescom in order to no, get yeah. hype. Uh, so uh, I believe it needs to stand alone by itself and do so. So tomorrow you might see big team battle, uh, but going forward, you will see some aspects of the campaign. And they, I, I do believe that they want the campaign to actually shock people. So, um, we, you know, from what we did see, uh, I came up with a couple of theories with some of my halo guys that I do talk to in the background. And um, I believe that, a lot of people will be completely shocked by where this story goes to. And I think it's going to be a lot of aha and jaw dropping moments with the story. And they don't want to lead anyone in any direction at this moment, but closer to launch, you're going to get a date that day when they do that little halo event. And it's not going to be a little one. It's going to be enough to generate severe interest because remember this holiday season, they're going up against Battlefield. They're going against going against Call of Duty, and those are some big heavy hitters that they need to outshine. And it's it's going to take a lot. So they have to have all their ducks in a row, and they have, that shot has to be 
on the mark. They can't miss this one. It has to be on the mark. I hope so. I hope so. Can can you tell the tell the audience to hit the like button for me? I've got a couple more to read. You got a strong voice that people listen oh, please. to. Please, <laughs> please, like right now, I got a couple of people that's watching. Please hit the like, share, follow. If if you're not following, I don't know why you're not following, but statistics say that a lot of you guys are not following, and it's probably like forty four percent of the viewers are not following. So it doesn't cause as many, as many people want co op. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right? No, that's 4%. That's the 4%. <laughs> four we want the 44% of you guys. Wow. You know, please follow, you know, and like and, and you know, even write something down at the bottom. Come on, man. Let's let's get these comments going. Let's get some more chat. Please, come on. Let's yeah, go. thank you. We're we're almost at 500 likes. And if you're watching this is the Xbox Newscast podcast or XNC and I'm here with Erica. Erica's for the win and mm-hmm. Iron Lords King David. I'm saying this all without looking. I have that memorized, I think. No. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, this it. is I a new show I do. It. This is episode yeah. 16. Uh, we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, live on YouTube. I didn't even send a tweet out when we did the show. I just sent I one did. out and said that that we should check out, that people should come in here and listen to us rap about Halo Infinite because I think the conversation has gotten a little more, uh, less bloody, I suppose. But we got uh, Matthew Dillon brags a $5 super chat. I paid a little over $200. For three years, a Game Pass Ultimate. So he got it for uh, a third of the price, basically. Blue. That's terrible math, Cold Eastwood. But yeah, he got a great deal. Uh, I, I upgraded mine in 2019. I got like an extra two years for the price of gold or something. It's amazing. So yeah, I'll have it forever. Gaz from Game On Daily, one of my best friends. Uh, he gives a five pound super chat all the way from. Uh, the beautiful London in the UK. He says, I've spent more on super chats than games. Thanks, Xbox Game Pass. Oh, and delay nice. Halo Infinite. So he throws the grenade and just walks away. Yeah, uh, see you on Saturday great. for that, what you just did. But, you know, King, <laughs> King, you're right. Like, when the game launches, I am going to jump on it day one. And I know people are like, I don't want to wait because of you who want to play it and co-op. Yeah. Oh, boy. Kryptonian says, perfect example of broken release title, Cyberpunk, which we haven't brought up yet. Same oh. scenario as Infinite. It resulted in lawsuits from constant problems. That Erica, a lot can, of you delays. Compare, can you compare Cyberpunk to the state of Halo Infinite? Cyberpunk was just such a circus around that whole thing. I mean, you had... You had the delays upon delays, right? And then you had the whole crunch story that came out. It was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes for that game. And it did not launch in a really good state at all. It's broken. Mm-hmm. And that alone is reason to to not put it with Halo right now. We don't know how Halo is going to launch. Thank could, you. You know, it could launch perfectly. We don't know. I'm sure it's going to have a little server hiccups here and there. But if the campaign works and... It's nothing crazy broken. Then I, I don't think yeah, we should I don't be think talking about Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's going to run at 13 FPS on an Xbox One. Like they, <laughs> no they have everybody testing. You saw right. the the video footage of the interview they had. Like this <laughs> this crappy Walmart tree stand with like an Xbox One, One <laughs> S, Series S, X, and a and a Ouya and a Soldier Boy console all like chained <laughs> together so everybody could try out the game. So I'm I'm confident that the games will run great on the older hardware. That's the challenge, you know, Drop it drops down to 30 and then the game can run. I mean, but, uh, can you imagine yeah. Xbox, Microsoft taking it off the store? That's how broken it is. I mean, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cyberpunk, yeah. that happened with PlayStation. They took it off. 
Well, so I mean, the reason know? why they took it off this store because they don't like to give you back your money. You know, um, Microsoft has yeah, a great refund. Yeah, they have a great refund policy, yeah. uh, and and they they already have that stuff set in place, uh, and and that's the only reason why. You know, they had big because, fights of people yeah. asking for money back. So the best thing got, to do is to cut off as many yeah. people. Take that would it out. Mm. Yeah, take it out. But they yeah. put it back, though. They put it back. It's yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it shot up again. And That's a mess for everybody. That whole yeah. cyberpunk it's, thing. It was and bad. It was bad. I, I look at I'm I'm going with you guys. I, the As far as comparisons to cyberpunk, I just look at it Can't as it. purely as if it's not ready, it's OK to delay. And I think Cyberpunk should have delayed another six or months or a year. Oh, I would yeah. have been okay with that. But I still played the game day one like a fraud, and I yeah. love the game. Yeah, it's that's not the, anything that's, that's, groundbreaking. That's the question that I wanted to ask you, because keep, people keep bringing up, and, and I'm the guy that waited, right? So let's say I'm the Forge guy, right? I'm mm-hmm. the co-op guy. I'm the Forge guy, and I waited. And I'm going to wait because I believe my dollars carry, right? And I'm going to vote with my wallet. But you played the game. Was there anything that, like you said, uh, was was broken so bad that you didn't enjoy yourself? Did you enjoy yourself playing Cyberpunk? I didn't have anything that I would whine about other than one side quest that was part of like, uh, yeah, no, I w- no, I wouldn't whine enough to. I told my friends just play it. It's not gonna be that much better. See, uh, hey, let me let me say something here for let me do a little public service announcement. Uh, as I type this to a good friend of mine, Brian Harris, who's followed and supported the channel. Walmart has Series X's on the site for all access. So I'm typing that as I write wow. it. I've seen it in the chat a couple times. As of a few minutes ago, you're able to get an all access Series X on Walmart's site. I don't know if that's North America. I'm going uh, by, there right by the now. time I get that answer, I don't know if it'll matter. But if you're looking for one, please try and find one. It's so impossible to get a PS5 and Series X right now. But uh, you guys are incredible. Let me get back to the next set of questions. Uh, we've got, oh my gosh, you guys are amazing. Uh, Isilar, the new channel member, says, My worry is that I have assassinations, uh, where you can do the assassinations from behind, and co-op is missing. What else might be absent or not functioning properly? We talked about that a bit. We're kind of in the camp that there, we don't really think there's a lot wrong with the game or very much at all. Uh, I think what they know that the campaign's ready to rock. The co-op is another animal. They'd rather wait. That's how we're sitting. Total Warrior gives a eight pound super chat or nine pound super chat. Thank you, Total Warrior. He's got the Apex Legends with a Halo uh, avatar. He says, as Erica mm-hmm. mentioned, Halo Five launched missing content, and many players left quickly and didn't come back. A lot of casual players may drop off after two months. Will they come back in six months yeah. for Forge? Probably now, the, not. The, the thing with Forge is, I know a lot of us are like, I don't care about Forge. I don't use it. I don't build my own maps. But what Forge does is if Halo launched with 10 maps, Forge gives you a large number of new maps that become really popular in the community, gives you extra content that people are creating that may become some of your favorites. So that's missing. And I hope that people don't drop off and like in three months, three to five months after the game launches, I may not come right back to co-op. I may have moved on to something else by April or may. True. Uh, BK born Jamie gaming gives a $10 super chat says, I just want to say support to you King and my homie and sister, Erica. And he's got the fist bump. So thank you. BK born gaming. Oh, BK. That's my dude right there. What's up, BK? There you go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout out to BK for showing up and giving the support. 
Erica, you're well loved. So that's good to know. Aww. Twisted Metal gives a five dollar <laughs> super chat. Thank you, buddy. He says I just wanted to. <laughs> they just want to crap on Xbox for delaying a game, but they didn't say anything when a smaller game like The Last of Us was delayed like four times. Well, there was a lot of uh, argument. There's a lot of people talking crap about The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2's delay. So it happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Back to Total Warrior with a four. 49-pound Super Chat says, Casuals, play the custom games. Oh, this goes into my Forge thing. And user-made content using the Forge mode. So, hmm, I don't know. I mean, Hmm. right, Erica? They had to make a decision. What are we going to cut so we can release on time? Forge is one of those things where they said it can wait. I mean, that's their call, right? I was going to say earlier, too, like if we had to choose, or Colt, if you had to choose, right? Like, hey, we have these four things, and two of them got to be delayed. I mean... You'd probably pick Forge and co-op, right? I mean, a campaign solo and multiplayer. Oh, if, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I got to I got to yeah, have the campaign to and I want to play the multiplayer. Yeah. I was in the flighting. It's so fun. And I'm going to die so many times when I play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matthew. Uh Oh, we got Matthew Dillon. He's, he uses my most my least favorite. One of my least favorite words. He says ponies want Halo to be released, hoping it falls off that way that ponies will talk crap about it and brag i own a ps5 and series x no hate here yeah matt then don't that's <laughs> gonna call you matt <laughs> don't use the ponies <laughs> thing just say uh playstation crazies yeah you get the xbox and pony thing all the time but uh ah, yeah. well, what are you gonna do about it godzilla says watch 343 show us a banger of a preview tomorrow out of nowhere dang i really hope they do big and, and if king's right if they show yeah. that big team yeah. battle yeah because we've only seen like montages that's yeah. gonna be fun uh, Matt Matthew Dillon gives a five dollar. Says everyone who likes the stream is a real Xbox fan. Oh, he's just tricking people to hit the like button. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Isaro Garcia says they should delay it and conquer next year. Now this is uh, this is interesting. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get into that release date. So I was talking to somebody today about <clears throat> that we will get a release date tomorrow at Gamescom. That's one of the that's one of the things we're hearing about Gamescom that we can say is is a uh, one of those rumors that might be really true. But what do you guys think about Halo getting a mid or early December release date, way past Black Friday, way past the uh, 20th anniversary? Erica, take us into this December Halo release date. Not not to bring us back to Cyberpunk, but I remember when <laughs> they when they said we're delaying it to December, I was like why that's such a because it's after black friday like you said Mm -hmm. it's so close to the end of the year it's like why not just go to next year at that point that's kind of what where i lie with that um they promised i don't know because erica it is holiday technically you're right (laughs) so you got okay you got it's it's competitors you got battlefield in october you got call of duty early november but after those couple of weeks of that Call of Duty kind of running its course, like always, you know, if it's hot and then people kind of want to play something else, right? Mm-hmm. I say end of November if, at the latest. I think that's kind of like, or, or Black before Black Friday, I guess. That's kind of the sweet spot, I think. But maybe if it gets to that point where they really don't want to compete with those other games or it's not polished yet then they might have to. And I just, I don't know if that's a good idea. I think at that point, we're kind of talking about that delay again. Like, why not just push it to next mm. year? What? A delay it, you mean? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, yeah. It just seems so late. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying it wouldn't work at all. It just, it seems late. Because December, for me anyways, I'm only speaking from my experience. It's kind of like the backlog time. It's kind it of is. like, you know, you're kind of winding down this the year and... and you already spent November playing the big ones, right? You missed yeah. that kind of window. And and I don't know if you guys feel like this. When it comes to Xbox, that that fall holiday window where you just feels like good to be on your Xbox. I have mm -hmm. memories of that, like playing Call of Duty when it came out or or uh, Gears or whatever when it came out. And you're like playing it around Thanksgiving, you know, with the cousins or whatever. You're going to just miss that? I don't know. <laughs> it seems late. It seems late to me. King, what do you think about Halo missing the 20th anniversary date? It won't that happen. Too. You that think they're going to hit the 20th anniversary? Um, the only thing that I'm mark? worried about is the Forza launching the week before. Uh, and I don't want it to cannibalize sales. But um, yeah. you have to look at where they're at, at at Game Pass now. They should be at closing in on 27 million. Um or they probably passed the 27 million mark by now. I I had predicted by the time the 25th rolls across this year, they should be at 32 million, uh, pushing the, the the boundaries. So you have to see where it lies in in Game Pass because right now you had uh, EA with the Codemasters and all those racing games that are in there. Forza should eat up a good chunk of all that racing FOMO in that period of time. And then you're looking at the shooter hangover. Um, I think the 18th from the 15th to the 18th is a good release date because uh, it removes it uh, from Battlefield and it removes it in enough space from Call of Duty. So I believe you releasing a, a campaign at that period of time for those people that have finished the campaign and Call of Duty, because isn't Battlefield just launching the multiplayer and no uh, campaign, right? It's no campaign at all. Exactly. So uh, where's the outcry there, right? You oh, see? there is outcry. Yeah, yeah. for me. For me. From you, yeah, probably <laughs> yeah, from you. Exactly. Oh, wait, wait, you matter all of a sudden? No. And I, I don't? No, I, I believe, I believe <laughs> everyone matters when it comes to the stuff that they want the most, right? Um, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much forced to play with my friends on Battlefield. I'm sorry, it's a lock. I'm in there. That's it. I have no yeah. choice when it comes to this. But I'm the one that plays the campaign. So if they say no campaign, I feel kind of left out. I feel like, wow. You know, um, for all these years, I supported you, and I thought that was a pillar, and I'm no longer supported in that place. But I still have to spend because they, my friends are going to force me. But locking me down on that day, I believe they're going to launch on the 15th. The 15th to the 18th seems like a great date. So I don't know in between. It's, it's those three days I'm really iffy on. You know, so I really believe from the 15th to the 18th, they will launch. They will make their anniversary during that period of time. I believe so. Okay. Okay. Mm. Well, the the other holiday game come. This one comes from Risk It for the Biscuit gives a an Australian ten dollars super chat. He says off Halo topic. I want to say it sucks that the Call of Duty Alpha is only on PlayStation. Man, do you think it's a bad move for Activision to support a sinking ship like PlayStation? Then he puts a la laughing crying emoji. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous <clears throat> to call the PlayStation a sinking ship. But uh, they have marketing rights, uh, I believe. Thank Xbox yeah. had them for a while. Yeah, I mean that's totally normal. And uh, yeah, it's fine. There's plenty of people on PlayStation to do that alpha for Call of Duty. 
Yeah. I don't know. This panel, not so excited about Call of Duty Vanguard, and no, that's all right. Obi-Wan, <laughs> one of the moderators and a true friend of mine, gives a $2 super chat, says, The King, Obi-Wan has been uh, starting up his own hobby of doing 3D printing. He's 3D printed Laura Croft's uh, Magnum pistol. He did the awesome. Magnum pistol for Halo. He's done a, an Assassin's Creed logo. He's gone crazy with this machine. So he's using up the world supply of plastic right now and <laughs> painting and creating these amazing things. Go follow him on Twitter, Obi-Wan for the win. I think I got that right. Uh, I don't look at his full name. I just call him Obi-Wan. But yeah, he's on yeah. Twitter. He's put up pictures of these things. He's painting them himself. He's a crafty guy. So yeah, that's pretty cool. We got Jedi Knight Peter, an Australian $5 and a really cute dog for a profile picture. I'm a dog person. Uh, no offense to uh, to to your cat there, Erica, but oh, she, 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 she's fine. She's she's asleep. I think she don't hear. <laughs> okay, so she didn't hear me. Yeah. So he says, uh, just wanted to show some love to all the X and C cast in the chat. And by the way, the chat really likes both of you here. So I'm no, glad they're uh, they've given you a warm welcome. Lord Star Star Killer X Series X one says ten dollars super chat. I will just focus on single player campaign and multiplayer. Yes, we will too. We don't have any other choice. Uh, I cannot yeah. tell it. Gives it $2. Says, makes no sense. Halo Infinite multiplayer is free anyway. Yeah, people get into the Game Pass argument with what's free and what's free to play. Uh, but, you know, that campaign is supposed to be a paid-for situation if you don't have yeah. Game Pass anyway. So I'm glad they're delivering. Uh, Lord Starkiller has another one. He says, great XNC podcast. Halo Infinite single-player multi campaign and multiplayer for me. Would rather have a full-baked product release but do not use Forge or Co-op too often. So he's with me. Like, he'd rather have it all release at once mm -hmm. and be its best. But uh, we're not going there. It's not happening. Sh uh, Shafif? Oh, I'm not going to say that right. Shafif Baker <laughs> gives a... I I'm terrible. I just learned to read yesterday. It was such a great <laughs> moment for me. <laughs> oh, he said, God. I just asked my seven-year-old son if Halo Infinite does not have Co-op. Will, will that stop you from playing? Now, this is awesome. Like... I like to, I have a 10 year old son. I like to ask him questions like this. Cause he doesn't have a dog in the fight. He right. doesn't care which console's winning. So he asked the seven year old son, if halo infinite does not have co-op, will that stop you from playing it? He responded with a hard, no love the show. Colt kids are so <laughs> honest. I love it. Matthew Dillon's got another one. Imagine Xbox releases halo console edition this holiday. That would be huge for anniversary. I just can't <laughs> imagine them happening. setting aside consoles we would have heard it by now i think in april we heard about the cyberpunk console supposed to come out in november you can't and, even uh, yeah. get a console period <laughs> yeah that's true too that. yeah jose Linaire says co-op preference of 25 percent people should delay a single player story that campaign that 75 percent prefer to play solo why is 75 percent uh prevent them from playing yeah, yeah. So he's like, look at the look at the numbers. I keep seeing these polls. People say like four percent played co-op. I've heard forty three percent played co-op across the series. Get your numbers out of my face, man! I just want to, I'm just trying to do what's best for everybody. Uh, Don Ataku says the gunk is coming in twenty twenty one and will be at Gamescom. We've only seen like thirteen yeah. seconds of footage. Right. We talked about that a minute ago. But one last one. Total Warrior just sent in a, a four fifty. Pound super chat. I'm learning these currencies. I need to get out of the U.S. And, and go see the world. That would help. He says, but I can't right now. I'm stuck in the house. He says, is Fall Guys coming to Xbox this year? Yeah, where is Fall Guys? It got delayed a while ago, but I've not heard anything since. Erica, what's going on with Fall Guys? 
Uh, you got to play it on PC. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, it's I, on PlayStation. It was on. Yeah, uh, it's on PlayStation. PS Plus. No, yeah. I mean it does suck for those waiting. I I didn't know it was still. I was delayed. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a cool game, but you're not missing too much. It, it's cool, but it kind of it kind of um, yes. gets old. Very fast. Yeah, I played it. Yeah. yeah, I played it on PS Plus. I played it. Uh, it's one of those things like I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I got so far and then I, I blew like the last jump and I, I could see the appeal, but I didn't have any friends to play with because my PlayStation friends like n- never my my oh. Xbox friends who own PlayStation never get I on. I thought you was going to say it didn't, it didn't launch with co-op. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get into something a little happier um. as we round out here. We'll start with Erica. We were talking about game of the year contenders. Mm. Um this is kind of a cool topic that will just last a couple of minutes here, but Erica, what do mm. you think is the game of the year contender? Because there aren't a lot of big games, big new like triple A blockbusters this mm. year. So what what are you seeing? Like you can you can name a couple it, if you need it to. It was a very interesting year. Like for me, I've been really enjoying it. But yeah, if we're talking like triple A big budget, like game of the year, right? You you have this idea of game of the year. It's gotta stand out. Uh, and honestly, at, when reach, when Returnal first came out, I remember thinking like, "This is niche." Shut up, game. Little, listen, listen. <laughs> I just remember thinking this is like a niche title. Yeah. I don't think it would even be in the conversation. But now, and granted, we haven't hit the holiday yet; things can change. But right at this moment, I'm thinking maybe Returnal could get in there. You know, Death's Door. I see the chat. Death's Door is amazing. I think yeah. that gets in. I think that's a game that has a chance. There's always that one indie that kind of slips in there. There's one game I still need to play. Uh, it takes two. I have not played it yes, yet, and I'm hearing so I'm good. hearing it's amazing. It's amazing. So, it's, it's amazing. I'm playing it with yeah. my ten year old son, and he was just asking me last night because I'm trying to get through Psychonauts. He's like, Dad, can we play It Takes Two? We're on the last two levels. It hits all the right. It it's, never does the same thing one twice. Of the best it has motion. Yeah. I've ever played. Yes. It so now you like co-op great. king? No, I'm not saying oh. I, I don't like co-op. I'm, when the game is totally based around co-op, I know, I know. I'm kidding, but no. no see, play it though. It's great. I am. I, I, my husband. We're waiting for the right day to like play it. He, you know, when he's not working. But yeah. that's one I do need to play because then I feel like I would understand. Okay, maybe this is the game. Maybe this is that smaller oh, yes, title please. that like because yeah. there's always that smaller title that like gets in, you know. And Death Store I think has that chance, but. I, like I said, I need to play that game too. After you know? the show, uh, tell your husband, "Hey, we need to play It Takes Two. That that game will bond two people oh. together. Like it's my well, son yeah. and I are all really we're bonded really well, and uh-huh. because he likes gaming and he's such a cool kid. But like while we play, we cooperate together and we've kind of built this thing together. And one of my good friends was playing the game with his new girlfriend. And I swear, like, that was one of the catalysts that brought them closer together. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't, he, you know, I haven't really talked to him about that, but they were first dating. And I could see how that happened because it's about a husband and a wife Relation- coming yeah. together and working together, whether mm-hmm. they stay together or not. They, yeah, I don't know yet because I haven't finished, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Af- absolutely one of the best games. So I did, did you cover everything to, you think is going to be game it. of the year? I want to... Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, I know people are going to think of like Ratchet and Clank and like, but as far as like bigger games, yeah, it's kind of one of those, those people, I think 
those who only played triple A's think this was a down year. Like, oh, there, what sure. came out? Like, everything's delayed, no horizon, you know, his Halo coming. Like, you know, they're just kind of waiting for these big bangers. Uh, <laughs> but for me, I've been playing all these like smaller titles. And I'm Indeed, just like, man, I know I know what I, I'm going to have a list. I'm going to have some great games for myself. But as far as like the award shows and all that, it's kind of it's kind of an interesting year. I'm really looking forward to seeing what gets in there and if I'm right about any of these. And yeah, yeah I think yeah. 2021, it was good for me. I know the outside, sometimes they don't, they don't think that. But in terms of game of the year, I think it's going to be very interesting what is nominated. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Okay. What about you, King? Have you been keeping an eye on what you think is uh, game of the year? Yeah. Yes. Actually, I have. Uh, and being that I play a lot of older games, because I would have yelled out Hades, uh, but that was last year. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but it's this year for me because it's a new Game Pass. Um, I honestly believe Halo, and I, I'm gonna let Erica peg me down to this. Uh, I honestly believe Bonnie Ross is gonna get up there and get the award for game of the year, which would be Halo. Okay. Halo um, right. Best visuals will probably go to either Forza uh, Horizon or uh, Ratchet and Clank. I think they're going to battle for that um, because I think Ratchet and Clank actually did some really stellar stuff. Yeah. They pushed the boundaries. Uh, and, and, and you know, you have to give credit where credit is due. I believe that studio has always put their best foot forward. So, yeah. Um, Audio cues, you might get audio cues from um, some some musical rhythm game, probably. You know, uh, we have uh, a couple of musical rhythm games that should be launching in uh, September to October. And that, that can I give good. you an can I give you an out can, yeah. about Halo Infinite? If people try to come at you for being right or wrong. What, uh, I think if Halo releases in November, it might be out of the Keeley Awards, as oh. far as it's... Oh, uh, yeah. The deadline. I mean, that's, that's been a thing so then, before we so even talk about Def, Yeah, I give Death Doors then um, the win. So just make sure you say, hey, if hey, I, I think if Halo Infinite meets the criteria to be included, that Bonnie Ross could be yeah. up on the podium. You can make that claim and say if if it if Keeley doesn't include it in the criteria, then uh, you can't come at me. Then oh, you, yeah, well, we'll get you covered that way. Listen, thank you. I do appreciate the it. I mean, if, if it's Protect that about, 5%. <laughs> I got you. It, 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 it was 33 and a third. Um, <laughs> if, if if it's on the ballot, I believe Halo wins. If it's on the ballot. Wow. I, I honestly believe so. If it's on the ballot, I believe it wins. I believe it's going to have a lot of heart. I really don't think you guys are really ready for I, uh, what's yeah. going to happen. I really think yeah, I think the heart yeah. thing is is what will help it stand out. But Erica doesn't know yet. But I did the, the, some of the things that just happen and it, the, the way that Take Two just gets you is going to be a real strong competition against a lot of yeah. other games. And it has been a weird year. Erica's absolutely right. It's been the year of the indie. Yeah, and yes. I think it takes two yes. as an indie, really. But it might. It takes two. Might take best co op game of the year. Well. It, if 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 best co op game of the year pops up, it takes two walks away with it. Oh, of and course, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Total Warrior says with a with a four fifty pound super chat he says Halo Infinite has serious chance of game of the year. It already has been nominated for many of the Gamescom awards by the judges. There could be big for three four three and three four three needs it. Like they're they're like 
at the front of the yes. League of Studios for Xbox. They have to set the example and set precedence. That's why I want it to come out the best possible. You know what? I just thought of something. Uh-oh. We're talking about the deadlines and everything. Demon Souls didn't make the deadline last year. Oh, it came out. Right. It came out later. It was yeah. December, wasn't so, it? So, uh, well, with the con. And you're a big Souls fan. That one got yeah. you. Or after that. Yeah. So, and I loved it, of course, beat it and everything. But like, yeah, that's possible too. That Erica, could get do we in get, do remasters or remakes uh, get nominated for Game of the Year? Because my personal Game of the Year they, over It Takes Two is the Mass Effect Trilogy remaster just got me like no other game. <laughs> like, oh that, my gosh. Yeah. But I mean, I, I wasn't trying to knock that down, but I don't know. Like what no, they no, no. That, I was going to say that's that's always a debate. That I've I've heard that debate a lot. Well, it's a remaster; it shouldn't be in there. But then we had years where like PUBG was nominated for. You know what I mean? We've had like crazy games. That, not that that's a remaster. Overwatch but, and yeah, yeah. You would think <laughs> that's not game of the year. Like hey, that's listen, not game of the year material. But then Bill it, it gets in. Will come so at you with that. Don't 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 go there. The great and then remember, Resident <laughs> Evil Two was nominated. So well, there you go. There's your answer. It's possible. Yeah. So that there was like a debate a, that that's a remake that though. That's a remake. Well, so is so Demon's Demon Souls. Souls. Yeah. No, that's a remaster. Like that's a remake. Uh, no, man. No. <laughs> if you look at that game, that is board oh, for board. The same exact thing. It no, no. no. I, I'm with Eric on this up, one because King, from the yeah. ground up. Yeah. You're gonna do the yeah. You're doing the same thing. You know what? You're doing okay. the same, you know but what? it's a, from I, the I, ground I, up. I'll give you that. I, I'll give you that. I'll give that. <laughs> it's possible. But you know, though. the question is possible. like, does demon does demon soul hit all of the things that the co- competition does? Like, does it does it get you? Oh, yeah. You know, the gameplay is oh, yeah. obviously finely tuned. The visuals are top tier. Demon Souls. Yeah. Does the story? Uh, did the story make you cry? Eh, probably not. You know, it's like <laughs> it's Demon Souls. No, Demon Souls, no. Yeah. It's it's like the thing. It's like when Sekiro was uh, nominated, oh, and I loved Sekiro. But I yeah, remember uh, thinking, like, I don't think this is going to win. Sekiro From, won, didn't you know it? What I mean? yeah, it won. won. Yeah, yeah, it won. That's right. And even though I loved the game, I like realistically, I was like, I don't know if it would win that. And then sure it was enough, a it did. You know, so there's a reason it's why I stopped with that Metacritic and all that stuff, and that Sekiro. That mm. game did that to me. Oh, it won game of the year. So, you know when you go to Target and you get to buy two games, you get the one game free? Mm-hmm. That was my one game free, right? So oh, I'm like, oh, man, man. let me get, get Sekiro because it won game of the year. I hate that game with a passion because I'm not good at soul <laughs> games. <laughs> and that's the oh. last time my decision is based on... Who won or who cares about what? That's, that's oh, it. It's man. over. <laughs> that struggle missed, must have been real. What? That's a that's a tough game. The struggle. first guy that I fought beat the hell out of me like a thousand <laughs> times. Bloodborne. You know, I didn't know that you were not supposed to beat the werewolf inside the place. I stood there for two days trying to kill that guy. <laughs> the first werewolf? Yes. I, oh, you, you just leave. Call, call in the podcast. <laughs> The oh podcast. my gosh! I'll just I'll just block him. Yeah. No. And the podcast. Do you see how inept that I am with soul games? It's too funny. It's I, too I am terrible. I am terrible at them, and I I I played like the first level of Sekiro, and I I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm People with you. Love them they're so t- much. I'm tough. just so terrible. They're tough West, games. I don't know. Those are brutal. I'm, I'm trying to get uh I'm trying to get your guys's uh, uh like links in there. Uh, people are still chatting and still having a good time like it's we've gone so far over um 
so king yeah. king's got his in there I, I think i've got mine with um with it takes two so far although i wanted to give to mass effect because mass effect made me laugh a lot matt i sat here i have a couch behind me where i play games when the desk isn't here i sat yeah. here and cried by myself uh <laughs> playing Ma- uh, mass effect trilogy in those yeah. moments when thane was in the hospital and yeah. just the soft tender moments <laughs> no I, I love that game so much uh, and it's a remake so uh, a remaster yeah erica now is the time tell everybody where they can find you and where your podcast is, what it's called, what you guys are doing. Share it out. Let people know. I put a link to your channel so they can go hit Thank the sub you. button. Take some minute. You. Hit that link. It's up there if you scroll up a couple clicks and go hit or hit subscribe there. But Erica, yeah. who are you? Yeah, hit up that link because that's where you can find my podcast. It's a two-person podcast and we are live every other Saturday, 530 Pacific time. So this coming Saturday is our next episode. Uh, and it's we, we cover a lot of news and different uh, genres, different games, what we're playing and stuff like that. Hot topics. Uh, yeah, give it a shot. Uh, we're small, we're growing. Um, but my channel, if you're into Souls-like stuff, I'm your girl. Go check it out. Um, I do cover other games like indie games, uh, stuff like Battlefield. You'll you'll catch stuff like that there. I'm sure some Halo will be up there too once we're playing. Uh, I, I pretty much, whatever I'm into and whatever I'm passionate about, you're gonna hear about it and you're gonna watch me play you're gonna you're gonna see me fight these bosses and these challenging games that king and colt cannot do (laughs) so So i'm gonna tune in uh yeah i also stream on twitch uh every tuesday thursday friday and you can find me by just searching ericuts for the win twitch.tv slash ericuts for the win that name is how you can find me everywhere so twitter twitch youtube TikTok everywhere. I'm everywhere with oh that name. God. Okay, uh, that's me. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not super active on there, but I have oh, one. Okay. So that's yeah. I, I really enjoyed my time here, Colt. Thank you for having me. And King, it's so good, you know, catching up with you as well. And um, thank you guys. Hit the like button. Yes, thank you, King. The people know who you are, but you know, so. shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. Who are you? Where are you at? Uh, Lord King David, Iron Lords Podcast, Sundays at 1 p.m., football season, 11 a.m. Oh, God, it's going to be hell trying to wake up. Because um, <laughs> usually I'm just getting in from work. Uh, uh, KOS, you see these wonderful statues? Well, on uh, if you go to Iron Lords Podcast and you subscribe to our channel, um, which is free, just hit the button, you get a chance to see these wonderful statues. You're going to see me talk about Dolph Maul. Um, which will, that's not the next KOS. I just finished editing, editing, uh, XM studios, the lizard. I'm going to give you a deep dive into who the lizard is and, and what he means to me. Um, this is not my only room. I have three large rooms of statues. So you get a chance to see Crazy. the red room and Dolph Maul. I have a wall of Maul. He's my favorite star Wars character. And I'm going to have a deep dive into this character. So you get a chance to see what the Red Room is and why it's called the Red Room. And <laughs> that's going to be the first time anyone ever gets the chance to see that room. Um, I also have the Purple Room where it's like for the Royal Mutants and Eternals. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you guys get a chance to see some great stuff. Um, also, uh, DCX Open Mic. We rebranded. It's called the Legion of Doom. 
Fridays at 9 p.m. that Eastern Standard Time. So uh, come check us out where we talk about like the Spider-Man trailer that just dropped. I know y'all are going to run to the internet right now to go check that out. Uh, but it definitely came out and it's amazing. <laughs> oh, you love the leaks. Love yes, the leaks. sir. <laughs> Uh, I've got a couple supers, but we are ready to rock out of here. And I got to let these two go because like I've been keeping them forever. This is like a very, very long show. I'll read these really quick and then we'll, we'll sign out. We got Raiden blade says, Oh my gosh, you people are still on. I need to sleep. <laughs> Just finished WBG left the room and boom came on. Now you guys glad to see Erica and King Kenbo five, five, nine is a $5 says follow Eric cuts for the win and the mm -hmm. iron Lords. Great positive gamers. Keep Thank it going. You. Don't you love the support community? That's amazing. that's actually the yeah. hubby. That's my hubby right there. My oh, that's oh, I mean, well, I, mean oh, I guess yeah. he had to do that. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Kimbo, all right. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, uh, having her on here. And, and he was probably uh, petting the cat when she was making Keep, the little Keeping noises, her busy. You know, keeping her busy. Her, keeping yeah. her happy. <laughs> oh, man. What we do without pets during the pandemic. They are the best. Ricky right. Fallon says, a $20 super chat says, can't wait for tomorrow's show. Awesome show tonight as well. Cole, always keep rocking. One last one from Raiden Blade, five pounds. Super chat says, I can see Halo Infinite having some heart-wrenching moments. I can see gamers crying, loving Psychonauts 2, having the accolade, seeing it having the accolades it's getting. So, yeah, absolutely incredible. This is the Xbox Newscast Podcast, episode 16. Feels like... Uh, it's, I'm glad I'm doing this, meeting great people like Erica, follow her, and of course, staying in touch with the amazing Lord King David. Thank you so much for being on the show. We'll be on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts uh, in about an hour after the show wraps. So check that out if you're in the UK or Australia or Papua New Guinea. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Wave goodbye. And if you're on camera, say goodbye. You guys are awesome. We will see you soon. And as always, guys, enjoy everything. Try not to get any fights. Be nice. Come on, people. Be nice. <laughs> <laughs>